Doom Generation's here to do a run-by fruiting on Dissect That Film as we celebrate 30 years of Mrs. Doubtfire. Stay tuned. Come with me. everybody welcome to the dissect that film podcast where we dissect the good the bad and the ugly of the film world i am your host brett parker joining me as always my wonderful co-host dan and angela of dna gaming hello and joining us today are the ladies of probably one of the funniest podcasts out there and what better who better to bring in to talk about a movie with the funniest man to ever walk this planet but two of the funniest people on the internet and that is Nicole and Tessa of the Doom Generation podcast. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you for, for saying yes. It always uh, <laughs> It's always the most nerve-wracking thing when you ask your favorite podcast if they want to be on the show. And you're like, please say yes. Well, we I don't know what my... But he's actually listened and enjoys it rather than just getting that random... Oh, hey, hey, like just that blanket email where they've clearly never <laughs> right, the listened form, to you. Yeah. Form, yeah, and it's just like, oh, you, you might want to listen to our podcast and see if you're a good fit. And I'm like, what? Um, no, like, thank you. Job <laughs> no, thanks. Wait, we, we have much shit to do. <laughs> so wait, wait, we've got to get vetted now? What is this? Yeah, right? yeah. I'm like, no, pass. <sighs> well, before we, uh, <laughs> before we talk about anything that has to do with why you're here, uh, tell us about Doom Generation and what you guys do over there. We talk about old movies yeah. that we, for the most part, loved growing up. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's how it gets on the list. Years. Yeah. yeah, stuff we watched from adolescence through till we were adults, probably like real young adulthood. But things that doomed us in some yeah. way or another. Things that are not as cute as maybe they used to be. Or things that are not or as... that do hold up. Yeah, a lot of them actually hold up better than I expected. Yeah, because I was prepared to hate everything that I ever loved. Right? And it's not been this. that bad. It's no. not been that bad. Mm-mm. We still love most of the stuff we always did. Except for Edward Scissorhands. Except for yeah. Yeah. I was just going to mention it. I was Fuck just going to say it. Good. I hate Edward Yeah, as it turns out. I gotta out. leave. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> we loved it. We always yeah, loved it. Was it, was not, it was a huge surprise because mm-hmm. every time I'd always loved Edward Scissorhands, we, you know, I think I probably well, had like, a T-shirt, you know, all kinds. I of mean, stuff. it was all about Winona, it was about Tim Burton, it was all about. Yeah, the it had all the like, good stuff. Yeah. But watching it now, the plot, we were like, we're like "Wow, what is happening this in this is movie? I'm Why mad about it? Is a cookie maker have celery? What is happening? I don't know. There was so many things that we were just it like, killed Vincent Price. We decided that movie killed Vincent Price. Yeah. yeah. And for that, it can never be forgiven. I don't. That's fair. That's I agree. With yeah, that, Dan is Dan totally agrees with you guys. And we've what is that? I think we've done five Tim Burton movies, and it sits at the bottom of all the ones that we have talked because we did the two Batman's, yeah. we did Sleepy Hollow, we did those Beetle, and we did Beetlejuice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we did that one's so. Great too. Yeah, those are all still great. Yeah. Yeah. But that Edward says no. Nope, I don't know not that one. Just not, not that one. Did not that was right. the episode no. that made me laugh out loud at work. <laughs> we did not expect to do a full no, roasting. We really didn't. We it, it we're not, got pretty did not harsh. see that coming. But yeah. yeah, that's what happened. So 
that's kind of what we either we just get through these movies that we love and that's just kind of riff out. along the way. Yeah. So it's not really informational or educational or you're not you might learn something new. It's infotainment. It's infotainment. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Infotainment. It, yeah, it's infotainment. Yeah, so it's it's gotta, not well researched. No, not I got at all. excited because I heard taint in there. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I was like, it's <laughs> infotainment. Wait, no, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. There you go. There you go. Because it's tainted in some way, but it's also entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pending. Yeah, because <laughs> I think you guys released your Edward Scissorhands episode like a week or two after we did ours, and then the one that really brought us closer together was we literally released Alien our Aliens episodes literally back to back. We released ours yeah. on a Friday. Oh, you guys right. had yours uh-huh. out on Saturday. I was like. Well, I guess we're listening yep. to a lot of alien content this weekend, <laughs> and it was well, great. You guys did the whole, you did all of the alien movies, Yeah, right? we went through the entire franchise. I think those franchise. were the first, I want to say those were the first ones of yours that I listened to was the aliens ones. Yeah. Or the those, alien ones. People, alien, people are alien. loving those episodes. People not loving so much our Disney episodes. I don't know if it's if it's us or if it's just people don't want to hear anything about Disney. <laughs> Right, like no one cares. Our, right, we have that weird fluke that our number one episode That's is a right. 1959 Disney movie. Yep. Yes, somehow, some way, and it can't be real. Like, like I don't, it fall, it fell into like <laughs> some sort of I don't know what. We but... won some sort of Disney podcast lottery, and that episode has double the numbers of our highest episode. We somehow managed to sell our soul to Walt Disney, right? In secret, somehow, without, without us knowing. I, I, I think it's probably because. It's a movie that doesn't get talked about a lot, probably in the Disney pantheon. That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, yeah, just because you don't hear about so that old one. And our, it's one not of our animated. research assistants thought we made it up. She, I know when we told her about the movie, she goes, "What are you talking about? Like, that's like a Darby fever O'Gale dream." The li- she's like, exist. "No, that doesn't. That never happened." We're like, "Yeah, Sean Connery was in it." She's like, "No, he wasn't." She still hasn't watched it. I don't think. No, yep. I don't think yeah. she has. Like, we're sending her stills from the movie. Like, no, really, this is a thing. She's this like, "No, real. this is not real." Like, you made all this up. Yeah, which is funny because that movie came out in what, 59? So that's a year out yeah. from Connery becoming James Bond. And we're going to be talking about another actor who, uh, uh, what, one or two another years later Bond. would become James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty right. crazy. That was after. Yeah. Okay. So before we, before we again keep going, uh, I got two things I want to talk about. <laughs> First, if you guys want to listen to these episodes early, we do have a Patreon for only $1. You can become a patron and listen to these episodes almost a week before their initial release. And uh, yeah, we have our, we have uh, all four, except for me, all four of the people here are patrons of us. So thank you very much. Oh, why aren't you a patron, you son of a bitch? It's my show. Pay yourself. I know, baby. <laughs> it adds a number. It's all coming back to me anyways, which goes back into well, the show. You, you don't lose a dollar. It just, but it's a number. No, it all goes to my. It all goes to my snacks. Okay, it all goes to my snacks. That's, no, that's, that's fine. Snacks. At least you're honest about it. I want to fucking no, snacks. absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, nothing's free. Uh, well, I guess there is. I'm just too much of an idiot to research things. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> another thing, we are participating in the uh, live stream for the Cure, which is a live stream done. Uh, it's going to be on May 18th through the 20th on Twitch. It is a live stream to help. Uh, raise money for cancer research. We're going to be doing it with a whole bunch of amazing podcasts out there. So make sure to check us out. We are going to be going, I think, on May 20th at 6 p.m. So make sure to check that out. That's going to be down in the description. I want to get that out of the way because if I do it at the end, I forget. But now we're going to talk about Mrs. Doubtfire. So let's 
<laughs> you know, and I'm so mad at myself. I had it in my head all day before we went live that I was going to intro the show by going, hello, and I didn't do it. <laughs> You ruined well, you it. didn't have pie or whatever cake frosting on your face. Yeah, so. you yes. Let's just start over. Fuck it. No, no we're too deep. We're too deep. We're like, too go deep. out and come back in again. All right, guys. Remember everything you just said. We're going to go again. <laughs> so we're going to go around and talk about our kind of our history with this movie. And of course, we always start with our guests. So whoever wants to start first, talk about your history with Mrs. Dalfire. Oh, gosh. I feel like I saw this in theaters. I think so. I yeah, feel like, I feel like I would have seen this in theaters for sure. I loved Robin Williams, so I feel like anything yeah. that was, I was allowed, you know, well, like yeah, and if it wasn't like, like a heavy movie, like, what I didn't it? see what dreams may come probably in the theater, no, but but it was 1993, so I'm sure. Yeah, I was 13. I'm sure prime age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it's so quotable. I still remembered. I hadn't watched it in a really long time, so when I watched it again, I was hoping that it would still hold up. And I was still laughing out loud at yeah. some of those parts. Like that, like I said earlier when I sent that text message, I was like, Mrs. Doubtfire hurtling the table in the restaurant <laughs> yes. will like never not be funny to me. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Yeah, like all of the things. Hilarious. And yeah, same. I think I probably saw it in the theater. I know I watched it multiple times oh, yeah. as a kid, but I hadn't watched it in 20 years oh, maybe least. before watching it today. Yeah, I remember sending you the message asking you, uh, hey, have you guys you guys want to do Mrs. Doubtfire? And you were like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah, actually. I was like, I'm like, oh, I really hope this holds up. And I know. Did. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It. I was kind of worried that it might not. <laughs> yeah, it, that's always so nerve wracking when you sit down and watch a movie you hadn't seen. So oh, please, please. I know. Especially movies from the 90s. Actually, movies from well, any decade before the 2010s, really? probably. Well, anything featuring Harvey Firestein, I'm here for. Oh, so. hell yeah. Oh, yes. Love Harvey Firestein. My favorite part of the whole movie. I know. He needed more. Camera I time. needed more. Uncle I needed Frank. more Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so One good. of more musical numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Angela. Go for it. <laughs> okay. You quick draw. She got me <laughs> first. I'm sorry. Okay. So. It's 93. So I had to be. When did this come out specifically in 93? November. Okay. So I was seven when this came out. Okay. So uh, I don't remember the first time I ever watched this movie, but I always remember it being around. Like between like my aunt's house and our house. And it was just watched. You just come in and it was being watched. So I remember scenes from it. Of course, me being that age, I didn't to give really give two shits about the movie for the most part uh just outside of a few scenes because you know it's, it's not dinosaurs giant monsters or cartoons it probably didn't <laughs> care uh but uh no I, I do i do remember some aspects of the film um and i was really going to this hoping and like for yourselves because i hadn't seen it since i was really really little like i don't probably not long after it came out on vhs so i would have been probably eight because it took forever for shit to come out back then but um <laughs> I was probably about, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't sure how I'd feel about it. Cause I was like being a little bit older, how I'd feel about it. And I think for, for the most part, I enjoyed it more. Cause again, I didn't give a shit back then. Uh, but it, it was an art movie. I enjoyed it. It wasn't, I didn't like it as much as I was hoping I would have, but it had some good parts in it. And, and um, being a, a dad or a, just a parent in general, the whole message of the film, I really, I really liked the goal. And I, I like, I'm not going to get into it cause we'll talk about it, but how it ended 
just mm-hmm. how it was, that all ended up going down, I, I really enjoyed. So yeah, it, it, I, I, I like the performances. And then um, you just said his name. Harvey Firestein. There you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, he's funny. <laughs> My mom always loved him. And of course, anytime I we talk about him, I always think of Independence Day. So Independence Day. <laughs> David, <laughs> David. That's always, always what I remember. <laughs> But he's great. It, it, it's fun. It's just a fun movie. I didn't laugh as much as I thought I would have, but it's all right. It's still, I enjoyed it more. But go ahead. I don't remember when I first, like, what time I first watched this, but I do I do remember watching this. You don't remember the exact up. time? Like, if it was like 11 Not the exact the time. Or something? <laughs> sure. but I don't, re- I was, what, eight when this came out? So I probably would have been too young to watch it then but i do remember watching this because between this and patch adams like those were my two my two favorite robin williams movies growing up um but yeah i mean i love i love robin williams like i just watched the um it's a documentary that his wife was a part of just recently i haven't heard anything about it Mm -mm. um was the one that came out like a couple years after he died yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing. It I was, can't remember the name was, of it. Just, just bringing bringing back that like her talking about him like it just makes me love him even more. Yeah. So. I love Pierce Brosnan. I don't like the way he was shot in this movie. So he just looked weird. Something about him <laughs> wasn't the spray tan. It was maybe it was just the angles because I was thinking Pierce Brosnan is James Bond or that motherfucker from Dante's Peak, and. <laughs> I I just he didn't look right. Something about him did not look right really? in this movie. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Maybe it's the news. He was too skinny. No, I, it, it may yeah, have been. He Maybe was, he, had he was pretty. Thin. He was thin. Yeah. 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 Before he actually had to put on. Yeah, I think that may be it. I think that's bulk up before that. That's liposuction. Well, he was still Remington Steel. Yes, he was still Remington Steel. He still looked like Remington Steel to me. Right. That's what it was. Well, I had to pump the brakes when he said he was pushing forty. I said a bag. Was he no really? Shit. He says in there that no, he but was did pushing... you look up the real age? No, though? I didn't look up. Oh, okay. the, yeah, the he was born age, in '53, like I, I think. So yeah, he was forty. Oh, so he was forty, or he was yeah pushing forty when it was filmed. So yeah, yeah, I guess. So. I, Sally Field was forty-seven. <gasps> really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She never ages, right. though. She looks. So yeah, she, I know. She looks exactly the same all the time. But with gray hair now, that's it. Yeah. I mean, takes her Bonivas. <laughs> well, like she was in this, and you know, I always remember her being like looking younger. And I remember seeing the first Amazing Spider Man. I'm like, heck, that oh, yeah. that long, right? It was only 20 years. <laughs> now she looks 80. Day. Like, no, nah, yeah. she still looks good. Um, no, yeah, she looks great. But yeah, like it. There's a couple of scenes where the dinner scene. I'm just I'm cackling. Oh yes, <laughs> that, oh, that yeah, is that one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite there were scenes. so many poor choices right. made by these people. Like, yes. why would you set yourself up to have to do any of this? Right? Right. It's insane. Yes. But Well, I guess that's also the thing, like, when you watch it now, like, some of this stuff isn't quite as cute as it was when you were a kid. No. Yeah. As a grown adult, you're like, mm, mm, Yeah. Mm. Your opinion changes about some of the things. I this- probably would have reacted way worse than she did. To coming home to farm animals in your house? In my San Francisco row house? Right, that Ooh. was a nice ass house. That was a nice ass house. If you if you brought him in my house, it's a different story. He'd be like, well, yeah, whatever, yeah, just like, another yeah. day. <laughs> Farmyard animals, whatever. Yeah. How was he gonna have all that cleaned up before she got? That's home? what we I were know. saying. We were like, she knew she was coming home. <laughs> yeah, he had four hours total 
yeah. get the party started yeah. and get the the thing cleaned up. And, and yet, I there's a pony even, in the living room. Yeah. I wouldn't even have set the stuff down. I would have just been like, I would have walked, turned around, and walked right back out. Like, I would yeah, even have I been like, I would have told that you know the cab or, or did she take a cab or she drove up? No, she, she drove, drove up. I would have just driven past. I would have just driven past. Right, I would be like, nope, I don't nope, live here. Don't live here. <laughs> I will live try here no again. She just keep driving. I'll try again in a couple right hours. Over to Stu's house. I'm gonna go feed myself some dinner. I don't know who lives. I don't know why I came to this house. I don't live here. I don't know. Yeah, this isn't my house. Yeah, I don't know who this is. That's weird. Mike, you worked in everything, but I don't live here. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to add, Angela? No, I, I'm just seeing some screenshots from the movie, and it just makes me laugh all over again. <laughs> I, I have something to add. I have something to add to this. Okay, it just hit me when we were talking about this. I, I don't know about everybody here, but obviously we have children. But my nine-year-old likes watching movies with us, and he sits down in the scene where the one caseworker's coming to his house and he's having to swap between himself and Mrs. Doubtfire right. and he's yeah. being undressed and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, how is my son reacting to this scene to see this man taking all this stuff off and having a a very a realistically shaped bodysuit and the bra mm -hmm. and stuff on and I'm just like leaning next to him. I'm just like, dude, it's just bodysuit. Just played it cool. Like I didn't make a big deal out of it. I was like, it's just bodysuit. But my mind's just like, how is he how is he taking this in right now? Because they were asking me, why, why is he, what's he doing? I was like, he's just dressing up to spend time with his kids. It's, it's just, it's, it's tall talk. All right. We'll explain later. <laughs> it's a lot going on here. And then the, the little girl says GD. He's like, oh, bad word. And yep. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Like, yes. Thank you for pointing phrases. that out. Like, she could have said worse. You should have seen what my kid wrote in his father's birthday card. Uh oh. <laughs> Talking about, because it was a card about farts. Oh yes. And his ten. Yeah, it was a card about farts and he was talking like he signed the card like oh, like he said something about pulling your finger and I hope you don't shit. And I was <laughs> like, wow, nice, really? Like that's very, Whoa. very bold of you, <laughs> ten year old, to write that in your father's fart card for his birthday. Yeah, my fifteen year old so, watched Mrs. Doubtfire with me and he he didn't he doesn't ever say anything, but he laughed. Like yeah, there were like, definitely he points where he laughed. Yeah, he had no question. Yes. It doesn't he even occur it. to him. He's, He's like, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't. It just, mm -mm. it just, this is our nine-year-old's kind of our different one of the bunch. He's, he's uh, very observational. That's why I'm like, he's special. He... he really is. <laughs> it's just, he is special. He will point out everything. He's very literal about everything. Uh, you have to get your facts right, or he, you know, Points he will out. correct you. He will correct you. You said this wrong, or you did this wrong, <laughs> or that doesn't happen that way in that movie. I'm like, it's just, it's just a movie. Mm. It's okay. So when I wonder, I watch this at like eight or nine or eight probably. So like, but I'm a simpleton. So like, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> he's smart. Like my son's, I don't know. I don't know how he processes. Anyway, just irrelevant, but conversation. Yeah. This was probably like the second Robin Williams movie I had ever seen. Cause I think the first one had to be Aladdin. Uh, yeah. And this was, yeah. so this was like the first. Yeah, my yeah, my mom had it on, and I remember seeing the episode that he was on on Happy Days. Cause my mom used to watch all those mm -hmm. shows from back then. Cause TV Land, that's what TV okay. Land used to play all the time. But now TV mm -hmm. Land plays like King of Queens. I'm like, what is this? What are we doing? Oh, that's, that's weird. weird. This isn't yeah. old. That's Wait weird. a minute. <laughs> this, this isn't what that's I grew up watching. The nineties, no. man. Yeah. That's weird. But yeah, I think this I mean, was I... like the first time I had seen him on camera. 
and oh really oh, that seems yeah. weird to me because we're so much older than you right <laughs> so, so i'm like robin williams part of my life for my whole entire life yeah like, i don't his think face i ever knew was... the time where like robin williams did not exist yeah i always knew who robin williams mm -hmm. was and what he looked like for my yeah since i, I have remember. a mork and mindy lunch pail oh yeah yes. she has the mork and mindy mm -hmm. lunch pail that's what i i mean that's what i watched growing up mm -hmm. yeah there was never a time that there was no robin williams no, there is no. I know. Well, now but he lives but... forever through well, the movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. He goes on. Mm -hmm. That was definitely a celebrity death that hit me really hard. Oh yeah, yeah. that it was, was a tough. It was one. like Robin Williams and Steve Irwin. Those were like the two that hit me the hardest. Oh god, that was what I grew up with. Those two guys were like my favorite people in the world. Yeah. But yeah, this movie just it's I mean, I watched it a couple hours ago for the first time in probably five or five plus years, and it still hits. It still made me laugh, mm -hmm. which some movies just don't do that anymore. You know, you get a chuckle here and there, but there's not a lot of movies that really let you get, get out of a good laugh. And Robin right. Williams just knew how to do it. And it wasn't even just Robin Williams. It was just the line delivery from everyone involved. Everybody in this yep. movie was just so on point. Sally Field. Right. Here's Brosnan, Harvey Firestein, who is just so good. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. The, I mean, just the fact of how, like, I watched a lot of the behind the scenes of the making of this and just how much fun everyone has when he was around. You know, the fact that, like, Chris Columbus, who was the director, wanted Robin Williams to pretty much just improvise and and do what he normally does a lot you know i know there was a lot of directors who didn't like that you know that full improvisation because it just made things last a lot longer but chris right. columbus was all about it there was times he said he had to like walk away from shooting scenes because he could couldn't hold his laughter it would have ruined the shot and oh for sure yeah it just it's funny how impactful robin williams was and how natural he was at it and yeah i love this this movie to this day yes there are like little like lines here and there in the movie that don't age well but it's one of those things that you just kind of it's not so blatant where you're just like oh 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 boy yeah like some yeah, 90s like... 80s or 90s movies were like oh shit yep like, I don't weird. know if I can watch this anymore. Right? <laughs> this is real uncomfortable. It doesn't seem like it's coming from a hateful spot. It's just no. a 1993 spot. Yeah, it's just 1993 from. humor. And I mean, really, the only victim in this whole entire movie, the only real and true victim in this whole entire movie is that poor bus driver. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I feel so badly he for that bus driver. He had the hot for her so he bad. Really he really thought he was making a connection with another lonely person. He was this even accepting man. of her Mediterranean <laughs> style. He, he was like, like Ooh, I love like, me a hairy oh. big woman. Natural the way they come. Mm, I love it just like that. So, I mean, like, he he's the only real and true victim in this. Yeah. There's... Maybe Natty. Yeah, there's, uh, there's I'm going to talk about some of the behind or the uh, deleted scenes because there's a lot of them. Especially oh, wow. a lot of deleted scenes that include the neighbor, Mrs. De I'm going to call her Mrs. Deagle from oh. Gremlins because that's who <laughs> she is. Uh, Chris Columbus, the director, he wrote Gremlins. And so I'm guessing that's where that relationship came from. Maybe. But uh, yeah, this movie's fantastic. I love it. It's still probably one of my favorite Robin Williams movies. I know there's a lot of great ones out there, but this one just hits the spot every time. And as a, as a product of divorced parents, I, I I'm glad it didn't go like this, but also a little bit. I kind of hope wish it went like this because my parents' divorce was <laughs> nothing like this. It was a lot I'm more. Not uh, yeah, sure same. This is not the. <laughs> I think I might have preferred if my dad had tried to pull a Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> instead. Really? He's in a box in my closet. 
He's in a box. It's no. Ted. He's no. in a box in your closet. <laughs> he was a deadbeat dad, and somehow I, I had no relationship with him, but somehow I still ended up with his ashes. <laughs> so she's got And so dad. I don't know what to do with them because I, he was They're human cremains. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Put him where he belongs. <laughs> In the fucking closet. Well, yeah. the box that came in. He's in the yep. closet. Yep. It's been with like, a measuring it's cup been like inside. A people took some. Yeah. It's not even a complete it's, oh, Yeah, it's not no. the complete set. It's not the complete set. I mean, we were going to put them back together. Oh, I wasn't going to try to put them back together. Reconstitute him. Yeah, like, his, put a little water. His friends <laughs> who lived by wherever he was when he died, because he didn't live in our state, they scooped some out first. And then they left the. It was a measuring cup, like a like a cooking measuring cup, like a quarter cup on it. Yep. Yeah. And they left the cup in the bag of cremains and then sealed it up and sent it. I guess. Yeah, thinking in case you want to scoop and you don't want to do. You're not putting it in your coffee. No, I don't know. I don't know. And I left it in there. There's still cake with it because I'm not touching it. It's covered in cremains. Like with it. What am I going to do now? Like. Yeah. It just reminds me of the scene. He lives with the cup. That reminds me of the scene in in due date. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Robin, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. So Zach Galifianakis' dad uh-uh. is dead, and he's in a coffee cup, and he accidentally makes a cup of coffee with Oof. the ashes, and he drinks it, and he tells him that his dad's in there, and he just keeps drinking. He's like, stop drinking the coffee! Oh, oh yeah, gross. I don't know about all that. Gross, yeah. I don't know about all that. That's the way I thought this form, video so was going to start. Like yeah, <laughs> but yours, yours, your parents weren't divorced, though. Well, no, I'm not a product of divorce. But yeah, mine were divorced from the time I was like two. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I the same with me. That's all it. I remember. Like I don't know any different. Unfortunately, I've been watching too much TikTok, and there's too many um, dead parent jokes that people oh, make. So that that un- that unfortunately does not surprise me that somebody <laughs> left a. <laughs> <measuring> <laughs> You've heard that one yeah. before on TikTok. <laughs> Not the first time. Not the first time. Nope. So as we stated before, this movie was directed by Christopher, uh, not Christopher Columbus, Chris Columbus. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, he no, started. He's like, let's reel this back in. <laughs> he made, he made his directorial debut in 1987 with Adventures in Babysitting. He would go on to do Home Alone 1 and 2. He actually directed Robin Williams in another film, Bicentennial Man. And mm. he directed the oh. first two Harry Potter movies. Uh, he's done the Percy. He did the first Percy Jackson. He did the Help in uh, 2011, and Pixels with Adam Sandler back in 2014. Oh, Jesus, yeah, did not see that. I don't think mm. I saw that. Yeah, I don't I believe saw I saw that. that. I on that one. Yeah, he also, as I stated, uh, he wrote Gremlins and was a writer for Goonies. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was based on a book, a 1987 book called uh, Alias Madame Doubtfire. Which I guess is way darker than this movie. Ooh, uh, I actually want to check it out. <laughs> does, yeah. she kill with her, does she kill people with her fake tits? <laughs> smothers them. Come to me and like smothers them in her bosom because like I'm assuming they're a large person. Like, <laughs> and I don't know what the sound effect was for, but I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, this was actually brought to the table by Williams. What if at the time, I think her name's Marsha Garcis Williams. I guess she had wrote or she had read the book back in 1987. She wanted to put it, uh, make it into a movie. And she literally, as soon as she brought it in, she recommended Robin for the role. Even though there were uh, Tim Allen was offered the role and declined. 
He'd go on to be Santa Claus. Yeah, he would go on to be Santa the next year. You got to do a fat suit thing later. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine. That would have been awful. Yeah, I can't see Tim Allen in this role for some reason. No. Unless he was transporting cocaine in his. Oh, it's a whole or, different movie. That's a whole different story. That, he could have done that story. That I was a that sequel idea. That one sure. Instead true. of trying to get back with his kids, he was trying to get that cocaine across the border. Yep. Yes. That would have worked. Mrs. Drug Mule. Mrs. Drug <laughs> Fire. That was yes. that was the sequ- that was the sequel idea. It didn't yeah. go through. Uh, uh, music was done by Howard Shore, who's most famous for doing the scores for the Lord of the Rings movies. This stars Robin Williams, of course, Sally Field, Pierce Brosnan, only two years out from becoming James Bond. Chris Columbus is actually the one who recommended him to audition for James Bond. At least that's what Chris Columbus said. I don't know if that's actually the truth. Uh, Harvey Firestein, who we've taught, we talked about a couple episodes ago because he did a voice in the animated Mulan. Uh, he would also oh, go yeah. on three years later to be an Independence Day. And then I don't know. I'm not too familiar with what he did after that. The, the, Mrs. Doubtfire and Independence Day were like the two that I knew him from. And then I was like, I don't know what happened to him. I just don't know. He's just out there being Harvey. Just out there being Harvey. Just Fires. out there being Harvey. I think Fires. he was in a mobile commercial this past year. Ryan Reynolds' really? company. I think so. Because sure. Rick Moranis showed up in one oh, of those commercials. So like maybe. all those actors That's who hadn't right. done sure things in a did. while, they come back. <laughs> He's a fellow Canadian, so Mm -hmm. that's right. There, what does he do? And don't get Harvey Firestein mixed up with the other Harvey, the one we don't want to talk about. No, (laughs) don't do that. Not the devil. No, not that way. This movie was released Uh, November. Spray live Mulan two. Oh, he he came back in Mulan two. So there was there was yeah he was there for the sequel. You knew he was. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Death to Smoochie. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, yes. Another Robin that. William classic that does not get talked about. Yeah. It does not get talked good. about. No, that's like, a, that's an underrated, that's an underrated film. Yeah. Right there. Edward Norton. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this movie came out November 24th, 1993. I was uh, two years old. Um, I just wanted to, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear hear myself rot i was 14 <laughs> right <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> this had a budget of 25 million dollars and made 441.3 million dollars at the box office nice. 1993 for a comedy is insane because if listen as funny as this movie is and how good it is if you released it now it ain't making anywhere close to that amount of money even if robin williams mm-hmm. was still alive nope. to do this movie that movie <laughs> is not making uh-uh. the Comedies just don't make the money anymore unless it's a superhero comedy like Deadpool. You know, that movie blew up and was like now I think it's the highest rated R rated highest rated R rated comedy of all time. (laughs) Wow. I gave myself a tongue twister there. So for people that don't see that people that don't watch the podcast and just listen, you, you miss out on me giving Parker the eye every time he says how old he was when a movie came out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. I I, I think the, my favorite thing is when when you have like people that are older than you like 
like telling you something like you chose when you were born. I'm like, I'm sorry. My parents had sex in, you know, January of uh, 1991. Like I, I, I can't help. I was born when I was born. That's just how right. it works. I'm not that. That's not what I'm pointing out. No, I'm not out. saying it's that's what you're saying, you're but like, I know that's how people like they project themselves when they're talking about, Oh, well, you know, when I grew up and all like, that bullshit, I'm like, cool, that's great. I couldn't help it. I didn't choose the day. <laughs> It just I'm happened. just angry at your I youth. I'm just angry oh, at your youth. One. That's all. Yeah. yeah. All right. I wasn't even born when this one came out. I'm like, I was five. I may be, like, I may be young, <laughs> but I don't feel it. Tell me about the, it. The kid, children just <laughs> suck your youth out, make you feel way older. They do. That's, That's true. true. That is true. Like fact. a bunch of little Madonnas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> My sister always Madonna said. Madonna parasite. What happened <laughs> to Madonna? Can we talk about that for a second? What happened? <laughs> seems oh, her lately. She can't see herself yeah, in the mirror, she's so she's stuck under know. the bed. She keeps getting under the bed. They can't get her out. They oh, gotta pull no. her out. <laughs> yeah. I saw that picture. Like... I didn't think it was real. Do they keep nope, her? No, it's real. There, she was there. It was real. They couldn't get her out. Is it like the, one of those... Couldn't get her out. Part's not true. But the, <laughs> she has that was a real picture of her weird shaped butt under that bed. We don't know bed. if that was true or not. We weren't there. We like to think that they couldn't get her out. We that have they have whole... to pull her out a couple times a day. They have to scurries under the bed. To shake a virgin to, to entice her out, like come on, Mama Donna, time yep. for your daily. Like a virgin, come on, Mama. <laughs> yes. Come on, Donna. yes. Who, who am I thinking of? The lady in the actual lady, uh, Bathory, that used to yeah. bathe oh, in the blood Bathory. of yeah. virgins. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. This whole conversation, but I like think mm -hmm. they like we, you know those love. That's what those, she does. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure because she's rich. Or well, I'm assuming she's still rich. I don't know. They could just pick up homeless oh, people. No she doesn't even know where she's at. Half the I time. was watching yeah. four rooms today, and my husband walked in, and it was that scene, oh, which Coven scene in four Madonna. rooms. And my husband goes, "Who's that?" Like being a smart ass. I was like, "No." He goes, "Who's that?" And I go, "What are you talking about? Who?" And he goes, "Her in the black dress." I go, "Shut." I go, "You don't recognize her?" He goes, "I go, that's Madonna." And he goes, "No, <laughs> that doesn't look like Madonna." I'm like, "Yeah, because that's when she still looked like Madonna." Yeah. Smart ass. Yes, it does. That looks like Madonna. Mm -hmm. I don't know who this woman is now. Harpo. Yes. Uh, Harpo. Who this woman? Who's this woman? Yeah, her face is weird now. I'm sorry. I'm I know. Saying she's it's your blind. choice. She doesn't know. Like, you I wanted it. You like all it. All I'm saying is, take sure. a look at Cher. Take a look at Cher. I saw a video of Cher recently, 75, and she's wearing pasties and like nothing. And I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. Look at Yes. Liana made us these for Showgirls. Yeah, yeah. That episode will probably be out by the time this is out because this is yeah it comes out a week from today i want to look like yeah, that because uh we this episode will be out for like three weeks because we already have we have so oh, yeah. many episodes yeah, in the episode will be out. <laughs> that one will be out it comes out next week yeah so congratulations so again congratulations on 100 episodes um, sacrifice baby same to you guys yes. you guys just passed 100 episodes yeah what are we doing um yeah, i don't know yet We're cheers no. Oh, just there's just a lot, no, a lot of talking. You know? know, we're not going to talk about the movie. It's fine. Uh, no, no let's talk about the movie. Are you guys ready to All talk right. about the plot of Mrs. Doubtfire? Hell yeah! Let's do but, this. Yeah, I am. Let's do it. Field all night. It's okay. And if anyone, and if anyone is listening, going, I man, I really hope it's as smooth as Doom Generation. It's not. So be prepared. <laughs> Uh, hey, how many episodes in? It it's not gonna get any better, no. but it's okay. It's not gonna get it any better. No, this <laughs> is it, guys. This is the limit. We can't get this. Any is it. Than this. It, it, it's dude. It's like we're chaos agents. So. 
Yeah, dude, it, it's the marriage thing, dude. You've been married if you've been married for a long time or with somebody for a long time. You've you've already you're past the peak already. It's you know what you're getting. It's all fucking downhill from here. <laughs> Damn, we're only two we're only two years into this. We're already going downhill, man. We've been married long enough. We just know it doesn't get any better. Yeah, it's true facts. I still love you. All right. I hope. I still love you. <laughs> I love you too, Parker. <laughs> We're still in the honeymoon, dude. It's only been two years. Yeah. We've known each other longer than that. <laughs> All right. So this movie opens to an animated... <laughs> it has an animated opening with the animation done by Chuck Jones, classic Looney Tunes yes. uh, illustrator. Fantastic with Robin Williams doing the uh, opera singing. I don't know what the song is called, but he does it so fucking perfect. And yeah, we get to see this beautiful like knockoff of uh, Sylvester and Tweety. And what was the bird's name in this one? What, I can't remember what the bird's name I was. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's all in there, but I don't. Give yeah. So, it, you know, he's he's doing a voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> He was doing a voiceover and he chooses uh, to say different things because the the bird gets a cigarette shoved in his mouth. He doesn't agree with it. So he changes the words and like causes him to react, pissing off uh, the guy controlling it. And uh, you get a whole thing where Daniel quits his job over over this. I love what he asked the guys in the in the booth. and They're all smoking like, oh, he's like, that's bias. <laughs> Yeah. I call for a mistrial. <laughs> but this next part when they're walking out is or when he's walking out is probably one of the lines I quoted the most growing up was the piss off Lou. Piss off Lou. But instead of Lou, you would just fit whoever's name you wanted to just say it to. Right, right. my job that way. Please do. My mom is all the time. So so he gets out of work early, he goes to pick up his kids, and it is the the son's birthday. It's his 12th birthday. His kid looks like he's 15. I have an 11 year old. This my son does not look anywhere the same age as uh, which Lawrence? What Lawrence was this? Matthew Lawrence. Matthew, Matthew. Lawrence, he's not Joey. Chili from TLC right now. That's right. He's dating Chili yep. from TLC. Wow. That's a hot couple. He's I got know. A, he's got a podcast with really? his uh, with his brothers. Oh really? Yeah. Like all the Lawrence I. Yeah, the Joey. Right? I think it's Joey's the oldest. There's Joey, mm -hmm. Matt, and then I can't remember the third one because I don't uh, remember yeah, anything. No. I yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, there is another one in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. It's a little Lauren. Yeah, the little Lauren. I was gonna say there's one or two brothers. I don't your, fucking your know. Quote I was just pocket size. This little Lawrence that they have back up. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we get to meet all three of the kids. <laughs> we get to meet Lydia, played by Lisa Jacob, who would also be in Independence Day in 1996. Oh yeah, we got That's Matt. Right. Oh, yeah, we got Matthew Lawrence as the middle child, Chris, and then we have Mara Wilson who plays Nat. Who this was uh, Mara Wilson's first film. She would literally have She's a so cute. crazy three-year span between. She started off with this, then she did Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street in '94, yep. and then in '95 was Matilda, which that was mm -hmm. the movie that kind of put her into the stratosphere. And then, yeah, she didn't really do much after that. She kind of left the industry for a while. I know her mom passed away during the yeah. filming of Matilda. So that kind of screwed with her. 
Uh, and here, yeah, she she goes around, does like press junkets and uh, goes to uh, cons once in a while to talk about Matilda and some of the other movies that she's been right. a part of. I don't but, know yeah. if she still is, but she was a prolific tweeter for a while there. Yeah, mm. she was getting into all the politics oh, and yeah. being very I mean, and I agreed with it like, well, like she had on a the quote unquote right side the of politics. Why, the reason why she left doing all of that stuff is because she had kind of a weird time as a child, right? Yeah. She did say that, like, didn't she say Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman were yes. like her, like they were so they nice took to her. her. Yeah. They took care of her while they were her filming Matilda because her mom was sick. And then he got her like an advanced copy of the movie so she could see it before she passed away. Right, yeah. He made special arrangements so her mom could yeah, see the movie Yeah, because she passed away before, like released, released. But he made sure that she could see it before then. And I, I mean, obviously she didn't go on living with Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman. Right, sure that's that, her parents to this day. Right, she, she still her. lives there. <laughs> She lives with Miss Hedy She's like now. 35 and she still lives with them. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> but somehow nice. Right? Mm. I would accept it. Bla I would. Blake Lively auditioned uh, to be Natalie. Oh, really? Oh, I was really? like, oh, all right. She was old enough. Just yeah, because yeah, I think like... she was born in the late 80s, probably, right? I mean, I... Mara Wilson was only five in this. Yeah. And I think yeah, that was her actual little. age. God, I can't imagine like remembering lines. Because yeah, she or, did like a job. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, she's adorable. She was super cute. She's oh, the yeah. cutest little thing. Well, was I guess she's an adult woman now. Like I'm this. all yeah. oh, you little thirty-five year old lady. Oh, you're thing. the cutest. <laughs> Not anymore. No, I'm just kidding. That's going to <laughs> she looks exactly the same. <laughs> she yeah, does. kind of. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it... her trivia on her IMDb page. It says during her audition. Uh, they asked her how she would react if her dad was dressed up as a woman. And she said some of the others were kind of, you know, taken aback by it. She said, I would be on the floor. I was like, yeah, I'm a woman, you know. You know my dad. The whole mask on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. That would be kind of weird. Oh, man. I can't wait to talk about when we get, when he changes into Mrs. Delphire because. That's not how spe of special effects work. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> it's Chris's birthday, so they're going to set up a huge... So he literally, it's a carnival at their house. It is yeah. barn, it is farm animals outside and there's uh, like the entire city of San Francisco's kids at this house. Yeah, yeah with no like adults. Everybody. Just him, he's yeah, the only he's adult the present. Only adult. So all yeah. of these other adults are also irresponsible because they all just drop, they all their, just kids drop their kids off where this crazy like, rager you know is what? happening. Fuck Miranda Hillard. I'm sending my kids over there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh yeah. Animals in her house. Go make that, go make that sheep real shit all over her yeah, house. Go, go Eat over her begonias there. or whatever the hell. Eat her begonias. And like, you didn't know you had that. But if you ever had what that is it? people in my house. Oh, no, oh, yeah. no. That many that people, that many the people that bother me. I don't care about that the That many animals. children in the house. Jumping Absolutely on your furniture. Swinging from the hanging, hanging from, from the, the chandelier. chandelier. Yeah, too you'd much, be making up for it for months. Probably. Oh, no, that would be it. That, uh -uh. I would, you, that would go full Miranda. Like, I want to divorce. Yeah. Well, you know the only reason that she went full Miranda is because she heard that Stu was calling earlier. Right? And she's like, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity. I'm going to lock and keep it in my pocket, and I'm going to just keep that in mind. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't remember as a kid. I, I, I always thought as a kid that they get divorced because of this. Like, I thought this was mm. like it. 
And then it as an adult, when you rewatch, yeah, as an adult, when you rewatch it and you hear her talking to Mrs. Doubtfire later in the movie, talking about how like she cried herself to sleep. She had been unhappy for yeah. years. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't remember any of these lines as a kid. This is sad. Broke yeah. Back, like. But yeah, so instead of his big party or his soccer cake, well, he in addition to his big party. Right. Well, the pony ate the cake. Yeah, the pony ate the cake. He Our gets for his 12th birthday to hear his, his parents, parents freaking divorce. divorce yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. That they were on the stairwell. Like, really, you don't have to do it today. Like, tell him we are going to have to have a we conversation. We're going to have to have a talk about soon. this because this is, we we just, we need to clean this stuff. You need. Yeah. You, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. Shit. I wouldn't have touched nothing. a motherfucking. Nope. You I would have gone right back Those out. Those children better get out here. Right? Bar. They ran on this. Yeah. You and the kids are cleaning this up. I'm going to go check into a place downtown. I'm over right. room service. I'm going to take a bath. And tomorrow, oh. when I'm nice and calm, this we'll talk be about this because right now, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a deleted Probably. scene where they actually have an argument outside where uh, Mrs. Deagle's listening. I can't. Was her name Gloria? I think was her name. In, I don't in know. This we're movie. calling her Gladys Kravitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Deagle to me. And uh, Jill Taylor's mom from Home Improvement. Um, oh. Yeah, there's it, they have an argument outside with her and she just stares at them the entire time. And Robin, and Daniel's just like, can I help you? Did like, you get all that? Yeah. <laughs> and she literally is like you know snipping back at him like you're a bad you're a bad guy blah 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 and i was like oh this woman sucks like i get it like the fact that like this shit is happening (laughs) and she calls i don't see that as like the biggest issue but her just kind of butting into their business after the fact well you know she does it all the time oh absolutely she does it all the time that's why i don't know why work constantly yeah well i don't know why he thought he was gonna get away with yeah it, really. i don't know why he thought you he, he knew he had that nosy neighbor you, mm-hmm. you know she gonna call and tell on There's, you because you're making all this noise yep. like there was no way you, you were getting away with house this. of pain at a rash, irrational levels well and then <laughs> on top of all that to leave the mother of the children out of the party completely yeah and make her the bad guy where it's See, like well, oh mom says you too. don't get a party but guess right. what not only am i going to give you mm-hmm. a secret party that mom doesn't know about it's going to be the cool party you've ever right? been to see that we'll talk about it for years too, was yeah. that, like now after going back and watching it as an adult when she says mom said no parties because your report card sucked and dad comes through like eh, whatever whatever Body. she says doesn't matter i'm getting yeah. barnyard animals like, yeah, i would be pissed yeah. i would be Dude. pretty angry too like i watch this movie now as a grown-up and realize that daniel from this film is my dad like to a t like 100%. Like, this is my fucking dad. He's a big, he's a damn big kid that was the same we did because we wanted something. We live with my mom mainly. Yeah. We wanted something. And if she didn't do it, we pissed and moaned till dad until he pissed and moaned at her. And then the arguments are just like they are in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. He and, steals that and then they would just do it. Kids. Yeah, and he'd do it kids. fucking anyway. Because <laughs> I tell him not to do shit with my kids. He's like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Like, thanks, dad. It's a way to set a good example. <laughs> So yeah, Mrs. Deagle calls Miranda. She is an interior designer and she is told that uh, what's his name? Dunmire. Stu Dunmire wants to Stew wants to talk to her about some stuff and she gets all boy. I think I'm about to ask for a divorce today. I know. She was already thinking that when she went home. Yeah. I'm just Hell saying, yeah. she kept it in her pocket. She had it open as an option. She got a little ladybug. Like, now that I that, know. At the name. 
Yeah. She was probably hurrying home so she could change her fucking underwear. Oh, she was like, oh, steel. swampy probably... down there. She's like, oh, mm -hmm. Remington steel? Hell Ooh. yeah. He some of that steel. She was a hot dickens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she gets home. There's a literal block party at this one house. Kids are swinging like chimps on the on the chandelier. You got kids jumping on the on the on the couches it's fucking chaos and then you and then you walk into a room and daniel's just jumping on the couch with his kids like yo what's up there miranda choreographed dance moves yeah they're doing like hip-hop dances i would have jumped on jump 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 i love that song i seen him in real life one time oh yeah at the hospital well like checking into the hospital he was doing a thing at the hospital for like the kids Oh, okay. So he was just there seeing what's up because it was at the hospital that like saved his life or something. So he was there. My husband pointed him out. He's like, hey, did you see that guy? That's <coughs> the guy from House of Pain. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He wasn't there cool. in like a professional capacity. <laughs> Imagine that's that's the weirdest place to ask for an autograph, huh? At a hospital? I know. I'll be like, hey, well, like he wasn't sick. It was like he was doing something there. But still, for, like, I'd just be like, children. weird. But still, yeah, like that would be weird. Me trying to point out uh, when I worked at Shopco, the one player from the Cornhuskers, I'm like, he, he's like, who was it? I'm like, oh no, I just know he played for the Cornhuskers because everybody else was. It's know, my guy. Like, who? Like, it's I don't a guy know. you like on that team. You know him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to sell him a VCR. Buy the VCR, you <laughs> motherfucker. You need the one with the DVD player so you can record uh, shit on man. your DVD. I worked, I worked at Walmart in the electronics department, and man, those DVD VHS players were fucking, they sold like yeah. hotcakes, man. They were like 40 bucks. Dude, he was they like were trash. Hills, dude. He's just like, Parker was rich back then. Like, dude, I went to like 30 of these right. today. I got a bonus and shit. I'm He's mad I never ended up buying one. one. Uh, right, we we truck full of them in that first Fast and Furious. Movie. Yes, yeah, I was about to say that. You just need there you go. Fast and the Furious was just about stealing VH, VCR DVD <laughs> no. combos. Like, what was that even about? They're like, wow, it's like a, such a top score, bro. Like, hey, fam, this is like, you know, this is the shit right here. And now, this truck. And now we're and like now driving like over ice lakes with submarines. What the fuck is happening? There is tens of dollars in here. Tens of <laughs> tens dollars in here. Tens of dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he does the whole thing where he's like, yeah, I was going to have it cleaned up before he got home. Like, there's no fucking way. I would have I would have sat down no on my couch way. after the party and went, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, there's yeah, no right? way. Yeah. Just don't come home. Well light a match. Just please. <laughs> Listen, I'll say the trouble for both of us. little insurance fraud. Exactly. He's just called her at work. Like, listen, just get a hotel. What? Right? Just do it. Don't, Don't even fucking questions. worry about it. Just get yeah. a fucking It'll hotel. It'll be cleaned in the next 24 hours. If you ever if you come home, we're going to get a divorce. I would come home. <laughs> no, I she already had that divorce good. plan. Yeah, it was already on the, yeah. in the cards. I'm pretty I'm sure that, it was already on the in the air. I'm going to do that out of the blue. I'm just going to call you at work. Dear, just don't come home. Like, <laughs> why? Like, what happened? Like, just don't. Just for your own mental safety, just don't come home. But it'll be nothing's wrong. I just want to sit there. You, you have, <laughs> have the police at your door because I called this match. <laughs> yeah. I was making a hot pocket. What the fuck you people want? And... So they get into an argument when she gets home. You know, they have they go they get into like a blow. Daniel is like blowing up more than she is, and I'm like, where are you standing right now? Because it's he's like right? he's like throwing in her are face that she's her? never home. She never sees the kids and all yeah, that shit. Like, she's like, you just had a fucking circus at our house. Like seriously, what, what are bills talking? are you paying to talk to me like that right now? 
Yeah. I, I don't Sir? like I'm I'm telling you, like <laughs> this the way these two fight was like my mom and dad. Like I like I was like, God, this is like reliving my childhood. <laughs> so exciting. I I get it. But like, yeah, he's the I get it that she's never home because that's my biggest thing. Like, I want to be home with my kids. I quit working night shift at my job because I never saw him. They were in bed before I woke up for work, and then I didn't get to see him before they went to school. I had to drop him off at my sister's house so I could get sleep. The two youngest weren't in school at this time. So I'm like, I never get to see my kids. So, like, that that hit home because, like, I want to see my kids. I would rather be home to see my kids than have a clean house. Well, that's also very true, but she probably has to do all of those extra hours and, and work all extra hard. Exactly. So husband. I get, yeah. I get why she's <laughs> mad yeah. at him. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. doesn't. Have, yeah, he does not have much of a leg. To stay no, he's just trying. He's just, he's just spitballing anything he thinks yeah. is going to, you know, like, give him so a leg up. That's why her feel mad. bad. That's why he says yeah. it. And he's like, he's like yelling at her. I was like, damn, I don't, yeah. I, I, I always viewed this in a different light when I watched this as a kid. I always was on his yes. side. Like, no, yeah. look, I don't know. Yeah, they can't get divorced. And now I'm like, he damn, yeah, like get no the divorce. Because clearly yeah. he is not going to change. No argument yeah. against later, her. He's not even good in bed. So, oh, oh I, I missed that else. one. Okay. You didn't... Yeah, no. Oh, this is Doubtfire oh, asked her. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah. Doubtfire is... asked her like an idiot. So, how was <laughs> he? You know, you don't want to know. Do not ask this question. He calls her out later, like, Telling him about her toy that she yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Power tool. Like, stop it. <laughs> you stop it. You don't shame her for that. Yes. Yeah, you know that she even has one. She, and well, she probably does it. Hitting all four corners doesn't mean that she's got the problem. Right. <laughs> she's got no four corners. Mm -hmm. like, That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so, so Daniel's got to stay with his brother, Frank. And I love it where he's on the phone with the mom, and this is exactly how I am. It's like somebody's on the if, if my brother's on the phone, my mom be like, "Hey, mom wants to talk to you." Be like, "No, no, <laughs> no." She said, "If you want, you could come stay with her." No, no. It's okay. My mom doesn't listen to the show, so she'll never hear that. Um, so I think they go a little harsh on Daniel in the court both times even after he gets caught being mrs Dalfire, yeah, i agree uh, with that yeah it's literally he gets one day a week which i guess is better than but, what my dad got when my parents got divorced and to send a court liaison to your house twice a week when your yeah. kids aren't even there yeah to check yeah, on you like much. no that's and that weird was like that was a decent apartment yeah that was a there nice was size apartment once apartment. he cleaned like, it up she kind of had a nerve to be judging his apartment that he had to get on kind of short notice in san francisco yeah yeah and she like, shows like, up at like 7 30 at night who shows up that right? late well, the, and they don't need to order custody like that until no. it becomes a thing. Like, they could have just agreed to turn. She asked for that. Yeah, she had to have asked for primary custody because the yeah. judge won't just, like... Oh, I decided that this wasn't whatever. Isn't like what, yeah. Because it's very, very, very clear that he loves his children. And right. His yeah. children love The children's him. not the problem. And, you yeah. know, whatever. And they specifically want to be with their yeah, father. Yeah, they'd rather be with They him. would rather be yeah. with their father. So... Some of that is her kind of being a square about it. Like, yeah, she's when mad she at him. says, "Yeah, I was pissed." So yeah, she just yeah. but I mean, like, go. still, that you probably shouldn't go through yeah. someone's it, kids to to hurt them. Yeah, because even when they have the and conversation earlier, like when they talk about getting the divorce, 
she doesn't seem like she's angry about what was going on, but she didn't seem like super like like heated, like where she was going to literally like stab him in the back. Like she's like, I'm going to take your children from you. Ha ha. Or yeah. it was like, I didn't yeah. feel that before from her. I didn't feel no, like that was the right like, way to go. Yeah, but then the way she shows up to pick them up from that first oh, visit. I know. Awful. Drops oh, them off an hour late, comes for them an hour early, and just honks the horn. Yes, yeah. I don't know who you're honking at, Excuse ma'am. me, ma'am, it is my like, that's fucking what visit. Saying. Like, this is, you're on my time. Yeah, like, she has and then no she right. just walks in. She don't <laughs> knock or nothing. Ma'am, she just barges this is in. not your apartment. It's not she your does house. Are my, and then she, she goes, really are does. my kids ready? And he goes, uh, our, our kids aren't ready. Are not ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was not right. A massive. And so yeah, she did right. paint herself character. out to be when he was telling her, "You do it to yourself. You're good at." She, she does. She does. She does prove right there she in that scene, especially. Kids want him to be around, and all it would have taken, I feel like, at least. All right, we'll try it. I don't want to see you. I don't want you have you like in my house when I'm here. You're gone. When right. You know, whatever. If they want to come here after school, that's fine. Yeah. One barnyard animal. <laughs> in my house. You can have barnyard animals. Yeah, if you in your house, have barnyard animals your in your apartment, that's your house yeah. or whatever. But you that fuck with my schedule again. You have the neighbor calling me again. Right. And that's it. We're not doing it anymore. The seventh annual live stream for the cure is almost here. And I hear you asking if you're hearing my voice. What is the live stream for The Cure and who are you? Well, I'm Nick. I'm the host of the event every single year, and we're a streaming telethon of sorts where podcasters and content creators from around the world come together every single May to help us raise money for the Cancer Research Institute. 100% of our proceeds go to immunotherapy research, to a world immune to cancer. And this year, I'm even more thrilled that we're going to be taking part in the Cancer Research Institute's Crush Cancer event. Join me starting May 17th for a special kickoff event and then tune in May 18th through the 20th for dozens of amazing guests from around the world putting on tons of fun content all to raise money for cancer research. To learn more or make an early donation, please visit LivestreamForTheCure.com. Together, we can make a difference. But yeah, it seemed very harsh because it wasn't like he put the kids in danger. No, they weren't. It in wasn't danger. like he was a bad dad no. or a neglectful dad. So there was no, no reason to give him only one day a week and not even an overnight. I know. Not even like, like just a spend the afternoon, night. Afternoon, it was a Saturday. Or a yeah, Saturday. Oh, yeah. So like yeah. all of Saturday, yeah. I guess. But like just that's long not enough. enough to get some Chinese food that she was like, oh, it was brand oh. new. It's from like the they food. went out like, and got it. Like you, not out of the fridge. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. she was making she was a very judging. She really was in her little southwestern. Oh, I love coat. that when he's like, "What's up, dances with wolves?" Yeah, or whatever yeah, he yeah. says, "Your dances with wolves" motif. Yeah. yeah. The thing that pissed me off about about that scene was when she comes in and he goes, "You're an hour early," and then she's like prep, pushing that pushing him to get them ready because she has to go to do, do. then yeah. go fucking do it and then like, come go back do it. Hour. go do it yeah. Exactly. Yeah. go yeah. run your errands I'm come so back confused. they'll be here they'll be fine yeah yeah i i did not like this was miranda in this scene was the worst like i feel like she changes so much going forward it's the, mm-hmm. like this scene just yeah. seems so out of place for her character because <laughs> when she asks for the divorce, she doesn't seem like she's going to be like that. And then she totally just yeah. fucks him over and then treats him like shit. Like you guys kind of had a pretty civil conversation. Even though Daniel didn't want the divorce, you kind of had a civil, mm-hmm. somewhat of a civil conversation about it. Right. I don't know. I feel like you could have come to some sort of like regular agreement. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think either of them were that unreasonable. When I could see he didn't have a job and he didn't have a place at first. So I can okay. see just saying, like, the court saying, okay, well, until you get a job and a place, she's going to have primary custody and it's no. going to be up to her if it's appropriate right. for you to have the kids and where you have the kids. But mm -hmm. once you have a job in a house, come well, back and talk says, to yeah. us. Yeah, he says, I want to reevaluate we'll re because yeah. I think that, you know, both yep. parents should be part of this whole thing because it's not like you put him in danger. It's not yeah. like he's a danger to these children. He's not a drunk. Mm hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But she tells him in that moment, right? Is it right then where she tells him she's going to get a housekeeper? She's got the ad? Yes. Yeah. She's got the ad that she has to go the to number. the newspaper. That's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. She has to go to the newspaper. I loved all his ad. phone calls. His phone calls oh to her God. and the different characters. That's so good. Yes. Those, some of those made me laugh out loud. Yes. Those were pretty funny. Get the hose. <laughs> yes. Just like, get back in your cage. Get back in your cage. I'll get the hose. I <laughs> am Jub. Uh, yeah, speak English? I, I am job. Am job. <laughs> I feel like other that was in my head as a kid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was so the good. name of the band? Severe tire damage. Oh, <laughs> yes. Band? Severe tire damage. Are your kids gonna need a whacking or whatever yeah, she says? Yeah. Like stomping a everyone. Stomping. A light stomping every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> I, I do want to mention though that there was the scene before where. You know, the kids are kind of accepting the fact that Daniel has to move out of the house. And I'm guessing it's Miranda's mom is the one that's standing up on the thing. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that is like, ah, I, grandma's not going to, grandma skips all the good parts in Stuart Little and she smells weird. And he goes, Yeah, that's the formaldehyde. That's what keeps her alive. <laughs> yeah. She's clearly so well preserved. Yeah, you can yeah. tell by yeah. her face she heard that. Thanks for the and time, like, Warden. That whole scene is really yeah, sad. So like, good. I guess. Like Miranda wouldn't want to be there because he's getting the rest of his stuff right yeah. out of the house, and he like took the family car. He took like the kid mobile, the big old. Diesel yeah, wagon. true. Well, but she doesn't drive that junky car. Oh, she had a nicer car. Well, no, she's she got that Volvo. Was that yep, she yeah. was it a Jetta? Volvo. It was a Volvo. Yeah, it's a very safe. Yeah. It's a very safe car. I think it's a Volvo. Yeah, it was a Volvo. But that whole scene was really very sad. Oh, yeah. the him leaving with his yeah, stuff. Yeah, like was. those. Yeah. Kids, I got a tear like, in my eye. Those kids are devastated. Yeah. And so she's only... just making herself out to be an asshole. I know. This, she's with all really... that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not winning any favors with your nope. kids. Especially nope. because she wants to get a housekeeper. The kids specifically ask. Can't dad, Can't just dad do, it. do it? No. Nope. I'm a no. Housekeeper. I want a housekeeper. He could do I it. want a housekeeper. Yeah. For literally. And he states <laughs> it before. He's like, you could have just had me do it and not had to pay anybody. But yet you're paying somebody $300 right. well, I mean, a week. Maybe if well, maybe if you would have been doing it before, I Daniel, mean, I wouldn't have had to divorce you. He did waste up up his game. He earned <laughs> he earned that three hundred dollars a week. That's between putting on the fucking costume and That's cooking true. and cleaning. He was actually a housekeeper. A week in, in heavy latex in nineteen ninety though or nineteen ninety two. Three hundred a week was pretty good That's back true. then. Oh yeah, on yeah. top of his job, he's doing already. So dual income. But it right heals, yeah, because he already has that job and a fat suit and a latex mask and a wig. And why did he choose heels? You could have chose flats. You're a big, you're a man. You didn't have well, to wear heels. Well, those were like orthopedic. But still, get them nurse shoes. Get them Ooh, orthopedic yeah. flats. Oh, he does wear, he yeah. does wear like nurse style shoes when he's playing soccer with Chris later. Like ah, when they're doing yeah, the montage. Yes. You just wear those all the time. I yeah, know, right? why wouldn't you? You're an old lady. I do and love that he recognizes pants. the misogyny of heels. Yes. yes. I'm going to find the bastard that invented heels and kill him. <laughs> yeah, like wear pants. Yes. <laughs> right. Pain. So much wool. So I know. This is California. It's like, what are we doing? 
Well, it's San Francisco. It's and like, why a bra why over the fat layers? Suit? Those titties weren't going nowhere. They have no. no nipples on them titties. No, you could have just left the bra it. over top. <gasps> That's an extra layer you don't, you don't need. need. Yeah. Oh man. Nobody wants to wear a bra. And then why the stockings that are roll up to your thigh? Like those because are... you have to care cover like because all of just that so fur. Had, his hair. Well, no, I mean like why not just oh, actual well, yeah. pantyhose? Like that was when he had him sliding down and shit. Those were old school. Well, I mean, I guess you want to be able to go to the back. Bathroom. He's got like the oh, suit that's and true. the he whatever. Like that he just wants time. That's gotta be Pull rough. It to the side. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how that whole scene Hold happened when he. Yeah. When he. Uh, when he gets caught later, and you're like, the suit. Yeah, it's like, all how one did he piece, see right? it all? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like he was like, he's got everything. It must like, snap in the crotch just... like a bodysuit. Yeah. That's yes, what I was thinking. He just guessed. He just. He just was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think he just guessed. I don't think he. It's got. I don't think he really saw everything. Lock I the mean, doors, Mrs. Oh, Doubtfire. What, what if instead of a butt flap, like those one pajamas, he had a front flap? Yeah. yeah. Just like, Maybe. It just rolls Maybe. out. Maybe. He didn't even need a flap. Just pull it to the side and whip it out. Yeah, he just pulled yeah. it to the side. <laughs> My God. That's, that's what this pinching's for. Though. That's why you don't want to have the full Yeah, That's why you tuck. Yeah, but when you're pulling... I love when he goes... Tuck. Oh, God, I hope he wasn't tucking. Have you seen that dude's legs? He's got a fucking bramble bush down there. There's no way in I hell it's just pulling to the side. You rip half oh. it all off. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, as hairy as Robin Williams was. Same squash levels. So exactly. Yes. He had more hair on every part of his body than Pierce Brosnan had on just his chest and stomach. Right? Just saying. Just that little bit. Well, yeah. like yeah. I also wondered, like, how did they not realize his hands? Like, was he shaving? He must have been shaving. He shaved he his hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had to have. Because he was. Yeah. Well, then very, you didn't notice that man. when you're over for your Saturday night dinner, you didn't notice that that hairy ass dad all of a sudden had clean shaven backs yeah. of his hands and wrists. He's always wearing gloves. That wasn't a weird thing. Yeah. Dad, right. Why gloves on all the time. What's going on? That's weird. I, I feel like the five year old for sure would have been like, uh. I feel like the five-year-old would have noticed that that was her father. I feel like all of the children like all noticed that was their father. Like, all of them. It's like you were saying but earlier, they were that's trying... not an accusation you make without being sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So they but were still, trying like... to keep her from freaking out about it, but she was like the one that was most like, Dad? Accepting like, about the whole thing. She's like, like oh. oh, it's my dad. Like, okay. Well, they didn't want her. I don't think it was that they didn't want her to freak out. They no. thought she would blow it. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. She was, they didn't want her to tell. But I don't think she would have. I'd have been like, she might have been the cool. best out of all of that. Well, it was none of I mean, the, the kids. I mean, the kids didn't blow it. Yeah. yeah. It was Daniel who blew him, blew it himself. Yeah. 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 He had so much alcohol. Dude, he did like six scotches. Oh my God. It was so much. Well, no, three. Three double scotches, and then he was having white wine at yep. the table. Yeah. Ooh. He was so hammered. I mean, I would have blown it myself. Yeah. Well, he should never have agreed to that nonsense. That was no. No. foolishness. He's dumb as fuck, dude. Well, what are you doing? I don't yeah, care how I'm cute that fucking hell. kid is. You say no. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a oh, big opportunity. Boy. Right. I'm not even, I'm not even on page two of my, my notes back. yet. I know. We're already at the end anyway. So I'm just skipping through. I'm like, have y'all seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Y'all seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, you've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. You've seen it, right? We've watched. We're the Cliff's Notes version of this. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. The dancing montage. You can't leave out the cleaning the house dancing montage. Oh, absolutely not. That's coming. That's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniel meets with Mrs. Selner. This is where you get to. He 
shows off his skills of doing all the voices. And I love the fact where she goes, uh, do you find yourself humorous, Mr. Hiller? And he goes, I, I used to, but you proved me wrong. <laughs> right. Until today, I thought I was. <laughs> he ends up getting a job at the, I'm guessing at a studio. It's the studio he ends up working at at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, he thought he was going to be brought in as an actor, but he ends up being kind of a stock guy. He pretty much just mm-hmm. he's boxing up and shipping out film. Uh, his boss is a, is a dick to him. There's actually a deleted scene that goes a little bit farther where he actually he's like, oh, I thought I was going to be an actor in this. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to be an actor, too. And then they have this back and forth. And then he's just like, yeah, box him up, asshole. And then walks away. And he's like, I guess I made a friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So Miranda meets with Stu uh, to go over the, I guess, a design. But the whole time he's just flirting with her. He has he wants nothing to do with doing interior design work. He just wants to no. get into Miranda's pants. Well, they went to college together, right? Like yeah. they, knew they each seem other like before. they dated in college, right. but yeah. like lightly. They definitely had a history. Lightly like, dated. Yeah, like some light petting. There was some flirting in college. Over or the shirt. Just over the, the over the shirt. There was some over the shirt. There was some grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Over the shirt, over the panties. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she definitely gets Brack, all flustered when he's in the I know, office. Like, Ooh, Stu. She Ooh. just well, she like deflects. Like she just yeah. keeps talking about fabrics and shit. I know. And he's like, he's no, like no, so no, no. Oh, no, how are no. you? Like, let's have dinner. Let's have dinner. Let's hang out. <laughs> yeah. She's trying not to, but she can't resist. Oh, I mean. And then she tells him she's getting divorced. Oh. And he's like, oh, that's jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Jackpot. <laughs> Right, he's after that, hot and he must Sally really feeling. like her because it's not like I mean, he's some rich hot guy. It's not like he can't just find a woman. Like I know. he's just apparently really still like, thinks about her, and you find to... out like there's really nothing wrong with Stu. No, like, he's a he's nice not, guy. Yeah, like there's really nothing. He's wrong nice with to Steve. those kids. Yeah. Daniel, those kids. and he, even when he's talking to his friend, like yeah, away he from says everybody, nice stuff. he says nice stuff about the kids. Yep. Like he, nobody was listening. Yeah, he just called no, Daniel a loser. And that's what well, pissed him that's off. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel's yeah. kind of a loser. As, I mean, as the mom's new boyfriend, of course. Of course, he's yeah. gonna come. Well, of course, of course, she made him out to seem right. probably like a bigger loser. Oh than yeah, he really absolutely. Was yeah. Too. So I mean, he said nice things. Like there wasn't nothing wrong with Stu. Daniel mm-hmm. just hated him because he was moving, moving in, in on, on his, his family. Woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, his family. Yeah, his whole family. Just his woman. So the kids hang out at the apartment. We've already talked about most of the scene, but I do want to mention the fact that Lydia is just a dick to Daniel. She's like, I you're know. not even trying, Dad. I was like, trying what? We went to fucking court. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Well, she was at that age. She was well, supposed to be, true. what, like 14 or well, something? Well, I mean, yeah. like, and why wasn't she a dick like that to Stu then? Why wasn't she a dick like that to Mom's new boyfriend if she was going to be a dick to anybody? You'd think she would be. Wasn't she? She didn't. She when liked her dad. Met... No, 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 but I mean, oh. when they first met him, she was, wasn't she kind of resistant to yes. Stu or no? No, uh, no, really. no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, was she? If she was, she was, really. resistant like, she, to Mrs. Like she was resistant to, to Mrs. Doubtfire to Mrs. when she Doubtfire. shows up, but not to Stu. You don't really get okay. like a first like, impression was... with Stu. It's, I think no. they've already known him for a bit. Like he had already met them. You don't get to see that scene. Or you just don't yeah, get to yeah, see that. Yeah, they're all anyway. hanging out in the in the living room because they've all even the already done the pool side thing when he when they go out and he says it's their first date and I'm like, oh, all of that wasn't dating. Her first date like that you right. brought, kids, maybe. Like, or yeah. the when the first time she was going out without when she was picking the dress. Oh yes, yes. And they yes, were saying yes, it was yes. her first date, and I'm like, you guys done been hanging out, and he invited you and all your kids <laughs> well, maybe to the this dang is country like a club. Fr- yeah, I guess. Well, maybe it was like their first date. I guess yeah. together or whatever. I don't know. It was a run by fruiting. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, the terrorist! Yeah. Someone from the kitchen. Did you not tip him? <laughs> so I work with this lady, who I pointed this out last night, or while we were watching this. I'm like, it's your line. She always says drive-by fruiting, and that just <laughs> makes me think that somebody has come and you know crop dusted and. <laughs> and then I watched this, and I was like, I do not remember that line. And I was like, oh, I heard your line, and she's like, which line? And I'm like, I told her, and she's like, I didn't even know I got it from that movie. And I'm like, there's so many things that you say that come from movies that you do not realize. It's so yeah. part of the and I love it. I guess. Yeah, I like texted her. I was like, I heard it. <laughs> so yeah, Daniel calls about the housekeeper job. He finally comes up with um, Mrs. Dalfire. He gets it out of a an article in the newspaper it says that like firefighters like doubt fire or something like that that's how he comes up with the name and did not think well enough ahead to come up with a name (laughs) before he called with like the persona that he was going to go with and he comes up with the hardest name possible like i mean doubt fire is not that hard but was it euphigenia is her first name like where did that come from i mean i do like that name it's fascinating euphigenia (laughs) effie I'm surprised he remembered Doubtfire like he would have showed up and said something else. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Be wrote it down. What did I just say? What did I just that would be Shit. me. Yeah. What did I just tell write her? It, write it down, was? guys. <laughs> so yeah, he goes so he comes up with the character. He goes to his brother, who you find out is like a makeup artist. He does like <laughs> prosthetics and stuff like that. And <laughs> Yeah, so this not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. honey, I'm I so love happy. That. <laughs> I love that scene. That's so funny. It's so great. <laughs> Love the whole montage of this. this yes, this montage Great. is my favorite. And he looks too much montage. like Barbara Streisand. Oh yes. my god! Yes, it's so scary. Good. Which, as a kid, uh, did yeah. not realize that he was supposed to look like Barbara Streisand. I know that the song was a Barbara <laughs> Streisand song, but I was like, "Yes, oh, okay. he totally is giving Babs." Yes, and the thing with like the yentl. Oh, but look at this thing we've got here, like matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> yes, well, then, that is, there's no. That was no way that was fucking scripted. There's no. So fucking I don't know. Way. This was I'm all. Sure. It had to have been. It was all just messing around. So, I was like, I look like Bubby. Yeah. <laughs> and he says it's almost too good. You, you any closer, you'd look like mom. Like, wouldn't you just? But do so that Sally at- Field doesn't notice he looks just like his mother. Yeah, right. He's two shades like, away of looking like his mom. Any closer, and you'd be mom. Yeah. Like apparently, oh. he never met his family. Right. So like, in fourteen Cuban. years, right? I do yeah. love the Cuban in the beginning. They'll go bless you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that this I is going met, to scare the children? Yeah, the children <laughs> got the yeah, nails. nails. Beautiful so Cuban. It's yeah. so beautiful with him. Uh, so I guess Robin Williams <laughs> didn't actually know the lyrics to the songs he was singing. It was uh, Harvey Firestein and the actor who played Jack, who taught him the yeah. lyrics so they could do that that scene. Oh God, nice. He did good though. But the the whole the the funniest thing is the fact that he is able to quickly change from Mrs. Stoutfire to Daniel by just taking this mask off and then putting it back on. When in reality, it took four and a half hours to do that to do his whole look. I was like, "There's no way you can't just slap that on your face and put it back on." Like that, and it wasn't even like a. It wasn't even like an actual mask that goes behind his head. It was like it was like a. What he glue it? He had to like glue it to his face. How does that stay? Yes. That is so an I'm, accident waiting to happen. Yeah, I have done special effects makeup. It's not like just a few seconds. It's, <laughs> no. it's a let me, process. Let me, let me ask my good friend Joe Lascola. He might be able to tell me. He does that it's stuff. It's a process. It is not just a few seconds. I don't know why I looked at like, my hand like I had a like watch on. You, 
Did you fall in the toilet or something? Yeah, so uh, the kids meet Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time. And it goes swimmingly. Uh, All the kids are like, uh, Lydia's very standoffish. Uh, Chris doesn't really know what the hell's going on. And uh, Natch is kind of like, okay, sure. She's a five-year-old kid. She's like, oh, she's going to read me Stuart Little Red. Oh, Stuart Little, I love Stuart. I'm not going to attempt doing the voice. (laughs) creature in all of literature. I don't know. I sound like the leprechaun. The leprechaun. Leppy boy shows up in this movie. Warwick Davis. What are you doing here? Oh shit! Wrong movie. <laughs> when they, when he first leaves, and Natalie's like, "We're not through with the book that you're reading." Oh, I know like, that was so heartbreaking. I was like, "Oh, yeah." Man, see, Her little face. Like my Ugh. kids are all old enough to read, and my daughter's reading us stories now, and I'm like, "Man, I'm reading you guys books." <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that that was the the hardest part of him leaving. Right. She's so cute. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> we get we get our first meeting with the bus driver, which I love the bus driver. He's great. I know. He's the only true victim in this whole thing. Yeah. He's what you... like the sweetest little man. I'm just so sad for him. Like I want to go back in time and take the bus driver out to dinner. <laughs> Just hang out with him a little bit because you know, like right afterwards, he never found out what happened, and then yeah, he died he of loneliness. On TV. So there is <gasps> there is a deleted scene that actually uh, she tells him that she's a man. Oh no! Was he heartbroken? He's, so he he invites her to a VFW <laughs> dance. Oh, because his God. wife he say, he he tells a story about how his wife died like four or five years ago. And I'm so glad they he, cut this. Yeah, he he goes. So he invites her to this dance, and uh, <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, so I'm a man." And he's like, Aww. "Oh," and he like doesn't react like super like like offended or anything. He's just like, "Oh, okay." Well, well he's uh, a bus driver in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure he goes to the Castro. Yeah, he's like, "What? Okay." Um. All I right. Just, well, thanks. I guess, cool. For yeah, I guess I'll. Uh, she uh, yeah and, and he yeah i think and i mean i get why they delete a lot of scenes because they they just kind of drag things out time too much and, and whatever but uh i think it was it was nice because he, he kind of lets him lets him down nice he's like i don't still want to disappoint you uh even if you, I mean, I even if you do accept so. you know that i'm a man who cares but you know i just want to like, let you know maybe, like maybe let's go out for some coffee or something like i don't know he just yeah yeah he was really lonely and it made me very sad <laughs> And well, I always thought this first him. meeting was when he discovers that he has the hairy legs. Yes. But it's not. <laughs> it's the next yeah. one. No, it isn't. It's the next oh, one funny. that he gets on there. Oh, he's so just like, I hope you have somewhere warm to go home to or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 This was the first time. yeah. So this will make you feel even worse. He died not even a year after this movie came no. out. Oh, well, I mean, at least he knew that he wasn't really trying to hit on an old. So, I mean, I guess he knew it was a job, right? Like, he wasn't, like, didn't have, like... I mean, this is a movie, this right? Is a movie this is a right? film. He She's died. talking about the real-life person I died. I know. Not the bus driver. No, but I'm saying at least it's not like he didn't know that he was making a movie. I know, I know he was making a movie. But because he was old, I mean, like, I'm sure he knew he was... He died, like, oh, no, he died thinking that he was still no, in love with Mrs. No, no, Doubtfire. no, 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 no. No, I know. That's what your saying. face, At your face the entire time she's talking about is like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, this is the real dude. He didn't die. 
thinking <laughs> that he, he lives. Like at least he didn't die actually lonely. That's oh awesome. god, that's that's. I, great. I, I, <laughs> was was he married when he died? I don't like, know. I didn't look into oh him god. too much. No, I didn't. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. say anything about him having. Angela, you know how this show goes. I, I do very minimal research. I just figured he wasn't. I have still him pulled alive. up. Yeah. He was born in 1921. There's so, no way he'd still be living. So <laughs> Mrs. Selner shows up at the house at like midnight because that's normal. Uh, and yeah. of course, his house is not, it's, it's in rough shape. You know, things are thrown everywhere. And of course, he's Mrs. Doubtfire at this moment. So he has to pretend like Mrs. Doubtfire is his sister. So he's got to keep like flip flopping. And of course, he says the dumbest shit. He's like, yes, my sister makes the greatest cup of tea. And of course, she's like, oh, I would love a cup of tea. He's like, you idiot. And it's English well, tea. She... Yeah. It's, it's not why even regular. Even like, I know. Like, it's regular tea. Like, he even has it in his apartment. He doesn't know whether he has it or not. But why would he even say he knows Daniel? Yeah. It's apartments. Well, it because he be said her old... name without thinking. As yeah. soon as he saw her, he was like, oh, whatever. And then shit, she's like, do I right. know you? And Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Bad choices. Bad choices. So, of course, he's he gets out of the the outfit. Then he's got to go back into it. And, of course, he has the mask on like a mannequin head in the window. And you got two kids on the other side laughing at him as he's putting on the suit. I would have just been like, I mean, he shuts it. And for one, why are you put? Yeah, exactly. But why are you putting the mannequin head? In the window on of all window, places. Right? Yeah. He shuts the blind. It hits the, the Why thing. do you have your windows open while yeah. you're doing this? Also yeah. that. And like, so you left, you left your apartment with your window wide open. Cause you just walked in the door and your windows also wide that. open. I, yeah. mean, I know you're some floors up, but I'm sure there's fire escapes. Sure. You I have neighbors them. that can see in your window. Like, yep. yeah. yeah. I have like, blinds hey, on our, our window. You two little freaks. <laughs> And what were they doing? Just like, <laughs> what would he be funny about? <laughs> right? Look, a guy. Yeah. Again. I was like, we're in San Francisco. This, this is normal. Yeah, what are you talking like, about? Right? This is like a thing that happens. Jesus. I feel like this is not something new that happens. No. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. What, I don't know why you're surprised. Why are you acting brand new? So of I course, guess it's funny to watch him struggle. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the mask, it, it falls into the street. A garbage truck hits it. He's got to improvise. He stuffs his face into a cake. And <laughs> so the it was only supposed it was actually supposed to be harder and it was actually supposed to stay on his face solid. But the set was so hot. That's the it was actually that wasn't planned. The whole dripping part. Oh, so sure. he improvised so that gross. whole scene uh, of him like, oh, oh, there's another one like for you. In my tea, like I'm good. Thing. I love yeah. when she takes some of it and she just puts it on her face to try it. As a moisturizer. Right. She's talking about oh. the meringue mask. Yes. Oh. Originally, I guess it was supposed to be an avocado spread that he was supposed to put on his face, but he said it looked terrifying. So, like a monster. The meringue He's cake. Like, who does? Oh well, I could see that. Yeah, I suppose. Well, it worked better with the tea. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we get the. That's where we get the like one of the most quotable lines of this movie, where he pokes his head up above the. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he makes a strong first impression with the kids as Mrs. Doubtfire. He like pisses them all off. He throws the fucking TV remote in the fish fish tank. Right. They're watching the Outer Limits, uh, which oh, that watching. episode came out in 1963. I looked. I don't know. It was just a random fact I saw. But people, I guess, oh. confused it with the Twilight Zone. I guess. Uh, so, but I want to clarify it is an outer limits episode from 1963 oh before 
they were watching Dick Van Dyke. Oh yeah, no, was, that is no, no. You're right. That is what they're uh, watching in this scene. They're Dick watching Van Dick Van, Van Dyke because she goes, yeah, yeah. "We always watch Dick Van Dyke." It's yeah, later. Right, right. It's that scene where they're they're showing like the spreading the, the yes, spreading right. face yeah, and yeah, stuff, and they're was, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that?" Yeah, that's an outer limit scene. Yeah, you're right. Wait a minute, did I see a different? No, no, you're right. Yeah, I was. I I swear they watched like five things in this movie, and I couldn't probably, probably. But yes, because of the mask thing, they were doing the thing with the mask, and then. They cut to the and I felt like it was a weird choice for him to go so hard and so strict when he was the kind of dad that he was. Probably because he didn't he want to make it obvious. Spend... I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Right. But like, you got hired as the housekeeper. Did you just put these kids to work? Well, they didn't want to do something. Yeah. You're you're newspaper. I mean, you're I'm going to prop my feet up and drink right? coffee. Well, that's why they were so interested in doing their homework because now instead of that, you're either going to have to, although. Really? Whatever, Mrs. Doubtfire. I still ain't doing shit. I'll just sit here and do nothing then. How about that? Well, and I don't think they were those kind of kids. It was just like, she literally could have just let them finish the Dick Van Dyke and say, okay, and then you have to go up and do your homework. And I'm pretty sure they would have just stopped watching TV and caught up and done their homework. She's making them scrub the walls. I don't even remember the last time I scrubbed my own walls. Like, what the the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) No, I would have been the oldest. Wait, people clean their baseboards? Oh, shit. Like really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> After watching this movie, I actually went and looked at our baseboards. Oh, mine are gross. I have three kids, so it's shameful. understandable. I don't. I don't. I'm not impressing shameful. anybody. I don't give a fuck. So and I would not be scrubbing the doors. Mrs. Doubtfire's got to cook. She does, and Daniel does not know how to cook very well. So he's trying to <laughs> look through the the, yes. the cookbook. Sets his titties on fire, and uh, oh yeah, him <laughs> <laughs> out. And he's got to order some food. Uh, and mm-hmm. I love it when the guy shows up and he char- it's like $135 or something like that for the food. It was like $20 yeah. extra per meal yeah. to get there faster. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? We all That's pointed DoorDash that out. And Dor- <laughs> yes, DoorDash at the time. Ridley actually pointed that out. He's like, That's a lot. I knew it was a lot back then. I and then you looked it up and it was like $300. $300. I was like, why are you ordering from the most expensive place in the city? Like, what are you doing? Get a McDonald's. No, he lied himself into fancy. a corner. He lied himself into That's a corner. True. He yeah. was like, oh, I love some heavy cooking, dear. And I would and guarantee now, that it, especially the littlest, if not also the middle child, is not eating whatever the hell that was. No, absolutely shit. not. Uh-uh. It's like shrimp. I didn't see any chicken nuggies. They looked all That's excited about it, like, like ooh. But... I just about said that. I'm like, man, I just eat chicken nuggets yeah. and I'd be fine. There, there was no nuggies went on overboard. That you know, I know how the whole thing went. After she left, like, her. her Mom, I'm hungry. Her and the eldest are going to eat it. And the other two are like, there's just, there's like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Make, make a grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Yeah, or some dinosaur nuggies. I'm going to go eat yes. some mac and cheese. Were there dinosaur kids nuggets cuisine. in 1993? Yes, kids' cuisine, dude. Yeah. Ha! Kids' cuisine. That's right. Ugh. <laughs> Kid cuisines are not good. No, we thought no. they were. Yeah. Not like not like we thought they were. No. no. Like, like our kids love for whatever reason, they are obsessed with TV dinners. And they're like, it's so Sunday. Disgusting. And they're like, can we have can we have microwave dinners? That's what they call him. <laughs> like, and we're I'm more like, as fuck. That was like normal food for us. This isn't like a fucking delicacy, bro. It's like <laughs> Dude, I go there, like, listen, like, we go there and they get, like, whatever, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just get hungry, man. It's like, I'm like, they're getting, like, the, because I'm a cheap motherfucker. I get, like, the dollar Stouffer lasagna. I'm like, yeah, this is fucking good. I get, like, two or three of these. Like, they, want, 
our youngest overs was obvious and cheese. They are. Yes, they are. In the Marie the Marie calendar ones. Like the dollar ones. She wants the the macaroni and wheels. The wheels and cheese. They're a dollar. Microwaveable mac and cheese. What if I was cream, it's yeah. premium to our children? I was like, what? <laughs> like growing up, that was not what I wanted to eat. Like, yeah, I would eat the, I would eat ramen day and night. But yep. you give me a microwave dinner and I'm like, mm. Dude, well, because <laughs> we're on this, I'm going to bring this up. Obviously, probably like most people, we we grew up very poor, you know. Yeah. And uh, like I had a buddy when I was younger in middle school. And he was more well-to-do, him and his family were. And he came over, and I made fucking ramen noodles one day. And he's like, what are these? I was like, it's ramen noodles. He's like, they're fucking delicious. Like, dude, it's ramen noodles. Yeah. I guess know. What? Everybody guess knows what? what these are. They're only they 35 cents a package. I know. Yes. Wow. I know. It, and, like, the this next, like, the next... The next time I went to his house, there was like two fucking boxes of ramen. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like he'd never seen them or had them oh, before. Anyway, derailed. It's great. De- we derailed. We, what do you mean? We grew up on that. There is no, there is no straight line in this fucking show today. Nope. <laughs> no, we're everywhere. Told you we're chaos agents. We're Santa Claus. Oh, it's awesome. I knew, what I, was, I, knew, I knew what I was signing up for when I invite Doom Generation on the show. If you used to listen to, um, what's his face that did all the um, comedy songs? Ray Stevens? Yes. Oh, yes. that was a good, good guess. Yeah. That was a fucking. Oh, fuck. Uh, the Streak, right? Was that from The Streak? It was Santa Claus. Was it not Santa Claus? He was Santa, Santa Claus. Well, I was thinking of the episode of South Park where they made Slash out to like Santa Claus. Like Slash isn't a real person. It's just everybody dressed up as Slash the guitarist. Okay, like you have, like figure. You have Ray Stevens that's over here, and then you have South Park that's yeah, way just, over there. That's the parallel. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so Lydia, Lydia warms up to Mrs. Doubtfire after that whole thing. Which is cool. Is this a joke about the flaming tits? Is that why you said warm up? Um, what? It, you said warm up. Is this a, you making a joke about the flaming tits, the scene before? Sure, sure. <laughs> That's how you want to take it. Just, <laughs> I didn't know if this was supposed to be a pun. I mean, she's like, I, she, she comes out there to be like, how are your titties doing right now? Because I, <laughs> I, I saw them ablaze. <laughs> are you okay? That uh, smell horrible, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're made out of rubber. That had to smell awful. Oh, yeah. And putting that them out with the hot lids. Like. Did she just change? Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, did 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 he I just know, change into a sweater? Yeah. Put a sweater, buttoned it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is when the bus driver hits on Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. and uh, you get the whole talk about the how he likes the natural, the Mediterranean look. He's got very this is hairy why legs. I don't oh, well, there ain't no Mediterranean hairy. about there, dude. That's fucking Jesus. <laughs> Like, I don't wear. That's a thicket, dude. That's I'm what's like. for this reason. Robin Williams like, was a to... very, very hairy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was. <laughs> this is when we get the montage played over uh, "Dude Looks Like a Lady" by Aerosmith, which I yeah. loved this song growing up. Uh, I and listening to a classic rock station growing up, and this song was always on. I don't rem- know if it's still played anymore. I, I know, like the cult, the envi- you know, the, the world we live in now. It's probably not. It's about Vince appropriate. Neil. Appropriate. Is it really? I think so. It's either Vince Neil or Brett Michaels. I think it's. Vince it was about Neil. the hair band, whatever oh. guys who make up. That's what the song is about. Yeah. 
Oh, this is why Pandora exists. Do they? I don't know. I don't I listen know. to the radio like, anymore. I, don't, I, don't I still, radio, I still like, enjoy the song a lot. I think it's a really, really good song. I, you don't well, like I it. I fucking hate that song. Hair bands. Yeah, <laughs> it's about eighties hair bands. So yeah. we get the vacuum and dancing. Now, yeah. The irony is, is now Steven Tyler looks like your grandma. I know. He looks like a lady. He looks like a nana. Yeah. He looks like your cool. That song aunt. could be about himself. It is. Dude has a mouth. No. Well, you seen him open his mouth? It's like a oh yeah, like he's a, a trout. He's got a trout pal. It's like penny. Mm -hmm. It's like Pennywise when he opens yes. his mouth. It's got the like, headlights in there. Yes. No. So we're learning. Uh, uh, Daniel's learning how to cook. He's watching Julia Childs. Oh, I actually, was Julia Childs. I fucking knew it. I was, it like, was yeah. Julia that was Childs one of his inspirations home. behind the voice like, of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yes. the whole character yes. seemed very. If there's very... a cooking show in one of those movies, then it is Julia Child, almost always, for sure. I yes, grew up that... watching her on PBS. Why is everything like all? I mean, no, this is no, no, Lady not a bad cook. thing. But every show in this show are all old, even at the time of this show. True, they're not. Yeah, maybe that's true. they're not. It was cheaper really to modern. get those clips. Probably it was cheaper oh, to get absolutely. old. Yeah, yeah. probably because you got to pay the rights, and you're like, ooh. Yeah, we only right. got a, we only got a twenty five million dollar budget here, guys. Right, yeah. they made their own cartoon instead yeah. of like using a cartoon. They're watching the yeah. bike show. I mean, it had to have been pretty expensive to bring Chuck Jones in to to do yeah. that that cartoon yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. That for sure because Chuck Jones. Well, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. most of their budget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you see, they had lying around. Yeah. Maybe. We see. Uh, Nat getting Stuart Little read to her finally. Thank mm. God. Charming. Yes. Charming. Uh. And this is when she, I love the whole thing where she sees Stu. He's outside. He like, he's out by his car. She waves at him and then she flips him off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we then see her getting mugged. I love her. She's almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she breaks, the, it breaks the strap on the back. Bastard broke my bag. Favorite bag. <laughs> And the little lady in the drive walking crosswalk like runs off. She's like, oh, yeah. oh Jesus. Not I wonder I if she didn't know what was going on. I wonder if they were filming from the back. It was probably like one of those. Yes. Right? And like, like the people on the street didn't been... realize that they were filming a movie. Yeah, They're like, wow, that old lady was bugged. Right? I'm running. I'm out of here. She gets, yeah. she sees Stu's car outside the house. It's a Mercedes. So it's got the, the hood ornament. She rips it off. There's actually like three deleted scenes that have to do with Mrs. Deagle because Mrs. Deagle is actually supposed to be more prominent in this movie where Mrs. Doubtfire meets her and they talk about her garden and, and Mrs. Doubtfire comes up with a story about how she was a uh, she was a gardener for like a, a royal family. And so she has some, she has a tip for Mrs. Deagle to help her flowers because her stems on her flowers are very flaccid. They're weak. You need. I was like, oh, God, this is great. She's like, tell me, tell me your secret. Because she's like, I have a secret on how to get them nice and nice and stiff for you. And she's like, tell me. And so she, I, oh, man, what was it? It was, it was like coffee. It was like coffee grounds, some other ingredient. And then there was dog piss. She had oh, to like no. spritz dog piss on the flowers. And, and it, it can only be, and, and the easiest way of getting it is from a male dog because if you can use a cup, you can write as you know, as soon as it lifts its leg, you can put the cup under it. This is literally what she says. And she's like, if, you, if it's a female dog, you got to put a sauce under there. It gets messy. 
And so <laughs> periodically it's supposed to show how like how she starts doing Mrs. Doubtfire's secret where the flowers are starting to wilt and then they start to die. Oh, of course. <laughs> She's like freaking yeah. out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she goes in, she meets Stu. Of course, she has nothing good to say about him. And she had yeah, said under his breath. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole thing about like pretty much saying that Stu's got a small dick. Yes. Yep. Right. Straight to oh, his face. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. Driving a, a small car like that. Yes. Yep. Driving a fancy car. And Miranda brings Mrs. Doubtfire to the side and asks her, like, hey, so how long after. Oh, look at me. After your you. husband. <laughs> I drive a piece of shit. Look at me. What does that say? <laughs> I'm just saying that's used today. Like, I, I, according to when I was coaching youth it's lacrosse, I had a kid literally tell me I drove a mom car. So I just accept it now. I'm just like, I drive a mom's a mom car. It's fine. Wow. That's <laughs> devastating. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I drive a shit cruise, with these kids. So. Yeah. Car. I drive a mom car. Apparently. So. Miranda asked Mrs. Doubtfire, hey, how long after your husband died did you like jump back in the sack? And she's like, never. Never again? Never. Once, you know, once, you know, you leave or your father, your children, you just, it's a life, (laughs) lifetime of celibacy from now. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know about all that. Okay. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Stu? I don't think so. Yeah. Right. I'm going to get a piece of that. She's probably already she's probably already gotten it. It's whatever. I mean, I don't know. She seems a little uptight that she wouldn't be giving it up on the second date. Yeah. And they haven't even had an alone date yet. Also, that's that. still, they still do the pool thing before they have their date. Right. I think so. And he yeah. wants to go there for his 39th birthday. Is that her, his 39th birthday? It's her birthday. Oh, her. 39th it was, yeah, it was, it was her birthday. Her birthday. Yeah. I don't think they say yeah, how old she was. Gonna I don't be. think yeah. they say no, how old she is. They don't know. Well, that. Like I stated, age. she was 47. She yeah, like she doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't yeah. Look, I no, assume she, she was also supposed to be thirty-nine I would or forty. Because, because, like, because yeah, they're yeah, to college yeah. together. Right, right, right. And you just can't have a female protagonist be older than the sure romantic love interest. Well, you can, but not in Hollywood. Sure. Not in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood. That's what. That's what. Uh, that's what uh, your second marriage is all about, right? Oh, that's you true. leave your you get your, a younger one. Yep. You Hell leave your no. same age husband well, you, you have kids. Like I mean, you got. No, you don't marry him. She no. didn't say she was going to marry That's him. True. She hey. won't get up in that rug on the chest. She's like, mm, just let me get, just, let me get my fingers through that. <laughs> I just want to go to when like, the kid tells him your tummy doesn't look like my daddy's tummy. Like what? No, that, that was a weird thing to say. That was a weird, weird thing to say. I know. That's weird. Did you ever point out my stomach to anybody, and, <laughs> and you'll get punched in the face. I think that's like yeah. a un, I think that's like an unwritten rule you never. Yeah, mention I have like comments. I mean, I <laughs> I can't comment on anyone. Kids. I'm a fat fuck too. So, <laughs> so Mrs. Doubtfire gets discovered by Chris as he's taking a pee pee, and pretty much uh, lock the door. Yeah, right. I know. Lock the door. It's I guess it's because anyway. it's his. I guess it's because house. it was the house that he lived in. So it's like it's just a maybe. natural thing. Maybe. I mean, I maybe. still lock the door when I go to the bathroom because I don't trust my children not to just seriously. walk in, especially the littlest one. So, well, and I think he overreact just a little with like call the cops. Call the cops? Why? Because your babysitter has a wiener? Like, yeah. what are the cops going to do about like, it? Like, not a crime. Babysitter ever. <laughs> Untoward to you, right? I'm like, yeah. has she ever because... been cruel or weird? Yeah, yeah. he way overreacted. Like, he kind of 
Yeah. And I mean, then, I like, can see wanna... being weirded out when you find out it's your dad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the fact that, like, like that's a weird moment, and you go, oop, and you back out, but well, you're like, not like, call the cops. Call your sister, like, hold on, we gotta have a discussion here. There's something weird going on in this house. Right, I just saw Miss Doubtfire standing up to pee. Uh, like, oh, wow, Is okay. this something we but should know about? he finds out that it's his dad... And like he doesn't want to touch him. Yeah, he doesn't want him to hug him. Yeah, he like, doesn't want to hug him, but then he doesn't even want to touch him and put his hand in there. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. more of the fact of like he's just he's still in kind of like this weird phase where it's well, like that's I don't gotta know be fuck. weird. That's yeah. gotta be weird. I mean, like to know because like whole is my time... dad a crossdresser or right. well, he my tells dad... him straight out. He's yeah, like I don't do this fun. Like this is the only. But way he's still I just could... processing. He's twelve. That's true. That's he's true. going it's through his whole. It's a lot. It's a lot to have to yeah. process because that's a weird, weird. He's thing imagining to playing do. soccer in the park with Mrs. Doubtfire and like, right. my like, dad he's... the whole time in them <laughs> high heeled orthopedic Damn, shoes. Damn, like dad's a <laughs> baller yeah. apparently. Right? I couldn't imagine your dad as a frustration. Fuck no. I like that would just be bizarre. Like to know that 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 he'd gone that far. Yeah. yeah. In like deceiving you, kind of, because he was, you know. Because I feel like he could have told the kids from the get. The older I two, I feel like the least. older like, two, as soon as he got like, hired, taking him aside, like, like, hey, right, look. Like, yeah. that mask a yeah, little, like. And they asked yeah. him, like, who did this? It's like your uncle and yeah, who your do two you uncles fucking that think? Do, like, Who yeah. do you fucking think? And they don't what? seem shocked He's... at all by it. No, they're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. He says yeah. Uncle Frank and Aunt and... Jack. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm Uncle like, Frank and Aunt Jack. There were two guys. Like, yeah. That would yeah, confuse yeah, me. Jack Jack that age. Sometimes it's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would confuse me more at that age. So, than... so little little side story about uh, Harvey Firestein. So the reason he got the job in this movie is because uh, Robin Williams did an impression of him in like a comic relief show, and <laughs> he really liked it. So he actually came to the set, or he came to audition or something when he heard that. The that uh, Robin Williams' character was gonna have a gay brother. He comes in and like acted like he was offended by his impression of him, and then was just like, "You're gonna give me the job as your brother." And he's like, right. "Perfect. Right. This sounds right. great." And his actual brother, Robin Williams' actual brother, was in this movie. He was the bartender. At the yes. Movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow, really. His half, his half, his half, or half brother. brother. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. But sorry, his actual I be technical here. Um, yes. <laughs> they get really mad if you don't do yeah, that. Yes, so you need a half brother. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so don't tell mom and don't tell Nat because Nat's going to blow the cover. Mm-hmm. We then see Daniel meeting or he's talking with Mr. Lundy, who he doesn't know is Mr. Lundy, who's like the head of the studio because of the, the very boring dinosaur man. Dan, where, where, what movie have we done on the show where this guy showed up? This cop. Or this, the character, the actor, he played a we cop in a movie. I can't. Yeah, we yeah, just Lundy or the boring. No, dinosaur the boring guy. dinosaur guy. He was in a oh, movie we just uh, we just talked about. He was a cop. <sighs> we'll I think of it. We'll Lundy think of it. Was in Gremlins too. Yeah. Yes, he was the vampire guy. Yeah. 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 I can't remember. Oh, it's Mr. Like Grandpa. Is it Mr. Sprinkles? Right. That was his name. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Right there, there. William Newman. Leprechaun. He was the cop ah, in Leprechaun. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. yes. Okay. Because of the facial hair yep, and stuff. Yep, yep. It throws me off. Okay. Yep. That's his actual picture on IMDb. Is him in Leprechaun? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. <laughs> so we then get a scene of Miranda and Mrs. Doubtfire talking about Winston getting hit by a Guinness truck. It's like, oh, oh he's, he was an alcoholic. That's how he died. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he got hit by a Guinness truck, so he literally he got hit. hit by... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. 
And then she's sp- telling that story with a straight face. <laughs> right. Oh, they didn't. I saw the they oh, did I'm this sure. a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was like 14 or 15 takes, which is not actually it doesn't even sound like that much. Uh, but Miranda spills her guts about her life with Daniel and how she knew for a while that she wasn't happy with him. She used to fall asleep crying and stuff like that. I was like, this is when it got like deep. I was like, where are we going? This is a direction I was expecting. And this wasn't a direction I remember as a kid. Uh, we then go to the pool. We, we talked a lot about this scene already. We get uh, we see, you know, Stu talking to his friend at the bar and kind of talking up the family. So you, he plays. He, he's a nice guy. Stu's a nice dude. Like originally yeah. there was an actual script where Stu was going to be the bad, like the antagonist of mm-hmm. this. It just didn't make any sense. I like the direction they did. Of course, he, he bad mouths uh, Daniel which is understandable, I guess. Yeah. I mean, how does he know that Daniel's literally five feet away from him? And right. Daniel smokes him with the most accurate headshot with a fucking it lime. Was hard. Just no. you're me you didn't dump that tray of teas. <laughs> I would have dumped that tray of teas. If a lime know. hit me going that hard Holy back of the head, shit. that tree is that whole tray, tray is going is in gone. the pool. Like bye bye. I'm on the ground. Ah! I'm getting a I'm check from the pool club. He just paused like. It was so high. Yeah. If they would have knocked my glasses off my face, I would have burned that <laughs> and motherfucker And I'm sorry, you're telling me nobody, there was so many people there. Nobody know, watched nobody him wind that. back. Holy the, shit. The bar line. Right there. Yeah, somebody saw that. He knew. Stu well, knew. Like, Stu knew. You know Stu knew yeah, that yeah, it was her. Yeah. yeah. That's well, true. Stu knew. She made it very clear to his face that she was not a fan. Yeah, no. She, like, don't want him to touch her. I think that's the only reason he oh. kept inviting her places was because he was trying to get... He yeah. knew she was, like, if the kids love her. The if I can get I could see the water's very cold. Very cold. And he's like, oh, it covers with the uh, towel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. There's a deleted scene where Nat actually questions that. She's like, what does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? but uh, i was like there is no fucking way unless you are like an mlb pitcher you are accurately headshotting a dude from even from 15 it was like probably 15 20 feet of him just perfect right in the back of the fucking head and while you're tipsy oh shit drinking at the bar yeah oh no and then to say to his friend yeah. The guy that Stu was talking to, like, what are you looking at? And it's like, like well, uh, my buddy's yeah. not going to say, did you? Right? It was her. That's the lady that together. came with the family. It was the old lady. Yeah. You know well, that's that a dude, right? Yeah, you know that's a dude, right? he just talked to me at the bar, and that's clearly a man. I think there's something up with your housekeeper. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also had the the shot where the, the you know, the woman walks up to get order a drink. He's like, oh, that's on oh, me. Yes. And she's like, nope. No. no. Yeah. Listen, I don't care. If I walked up to uh, if i walked up to a bar and there was an elderly lady who's like that one's on me i'd be like you're a good lady Thanks. come in Thanks. Yeah, so, you know, i appreciate I mean, you yeah i guess so, it was the wink see yeah it was, it was the yeah wink. it was it was this yeah. one and he, he yeah and he woman, said it in his voice want to accept. yeah and the fact I, yeah i get i get i get it put up with 100 yeah for the rest of the goddamn day yeah oh i bought you that drink that means i can talk to you whenever i want no get the fuck away from me i appreciate the drink but get the <laughs> and yeah. he's staring at her boobs. Oh, like, well, and know, he's talking like, to her in his regular yeah. voice, which was just like, like hey, throwing, throwing, yeah. throwing her off. And yeah, that was weird. Definitely and I don't think it was, him. but for just a second, I thought that was Bobby Brown from the Cherry Pie yes, video. Yes, it looked like her kind of. She's she looked, my Cherry Pie. I thought that was <laughs> she her. She did. She looked like Bobby. Was. The, the Bobby. Not, Bo- not Bobby B. Bobby B. Not Millie Bobby B. Not Bobby B. But Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
oh, uh, yeah, we get the run by fruiting line, which is always yeah. it's a very <laughs> quotable it. line. Love it. We then get Daniel messing around with the dinosaurs at the studio, which then gets Lundy's attention, which then gets him a meeting right. at this fancy restaurant called Bridges at, on Friday at seven o'clock. And he's like, I'm in. That yep. whole scene with the dinosaurs is is one <laughs> of fun. my favorite. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's, it's one of, you I'd know that, that was not scripted. 100%. Oh, no. None of that. Like, as I'm much sure as I would have loved the Mrs. Doubtfire show, I want to just see what was the dinosaur rapping show. Yeah. The raptor rap. Gotta do the raptor rap. I'll be back, but I'm coming as Will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. so good. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, but then later that night, he gets invited to Miranda's birthday at the same restaurant at the same fucking time. And he's like, I gotta say no. And she's like, no, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do no. it. And I love like, how no, she was yeah, giving her like, shit oh, for the dress, look at, too. Look at little Natty's face. And she's known her for what? Three months? Like, yeah. does it even ever say what's the duration of time? No, it doesn't. But I mean, like. and But that was a weak ass, ass excuse. What was it? Bingo? She... Like, you could have said, like, a real <laughs> I mean, thing. Like, like I, a, yeah, a like relative. Surgery right i'm having yeah i'm uh, my eyes dilated well that and like oh like well, the only reason she wants because she doesn't want to watch her fucking kids while she's on the right yep. that's why she was like oh attend to my children well because how she my... wanted her to take her to the bathroom and she's like no mommy i want you to yeah, take me to the bathroom take... yeah like that bothers me because like i get offended sometimes when my daughter's like hey dad will you do this with me i'm like you don't ever ask me to do that. <laughs> so it's like, I, that's the personal moment. Like, I would take my daughter to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't let anybody else take her. Like, at that and age. And why? Because you're, the, she had so much hairspray. That hairstyle. I know. Does it look like a brown film? <laughs> oh, did. She had her Malin yep. hairstyle on from Steel Magnolias. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what what that was all about. That take my daughter to the yeah, bathroom to, for me. Or, yeah, yeah, that so was such a weird work. thing. She like, wanted her yeah. to work. It was a working dinner. Like she, Mrs. Doubtfire, Doubtfire, Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire should have tried way harder not to cr not create this situation. Yeah. which is oh, absolutely, a very highly comedic situation. I'm glad it happened because it is really funny. funny. <laughs> this is one of the best scenes. Is the restaurant? Oh my gosh, yes. this is yeah. my favorite. Of the, yes. whole, the whole movie. Yeah, she. you get the whole thing where Miranda takes uh, Nat to the bathroom. You get Mrs. Doubtfire. Just all these sex analogies to Stu to make him uncomfortable about the fact <laughs> she's got this big, you know, she's got this toy. All these things to make him uncomfortable. That's hilarious. Chip a tooth. <laughs> oh the power tool. I know. Jesus. Yeah, the power tool. Like, yeah. what? Thinking like an auger with like a dildo. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yikes. He's got one of them pommel horse things with the dildo on top. Oh, yeah. right. Like a oh machine. God. Yeah, fuck machine. A steam powered fuck machine. Oh my God. Coal fire. doesn't still need steam, steam power. power. Coal fire in the 90s. It's, Hopefully by then she had a port. Oh, Lord. It's steam American, power. baby. It's powered by a small block <laughs> Chevrolet. Right? It's got to go, 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 go,
So yeah, you get through throughout the entire night. Daniel has to switch between Mrs. Dalfire and being himself to meet with Mr. Lundy. But like as the he drinks so much with Mr. Lundy uh, that yeah. he's getting so drunk that it's starting to like seep over into Mr. Lundy's meeting. So like he comes back with the <laughs> lipstick and he smells like women's perfume. But then he comes up with the story about how he ran into an old girlfriend who was a waitress and. And, and all Mr. that Lundy. stuff. And like, do you have one for me? Does you yeah. have one for me? Mr. Lundy, you are I got 30 years older than I got him. the stretch outside. And, and also my second question is what kind of knob orders not spicy jambalaya? I know. Why'd you get jambalaya? Don't order jambalaya. Get something else. I know, but don't order non-spicy. Let me, let me. Just get I, a shrimp just salad get something or something else. Let me mention the deleted <laughs> scene. So when, so in the, oh. mo- in the, in the movie, you know, you get the whole him ordering the jambalaya without the spice because he's allergic to pepper. You see Mrs. Doubtfire going into the kitchen, putting the pepper on the order, leaving. There's a deleted scene where actually the cook notices what he's doing. And he's oh. like, oh, well, he ordered, which that guy, I think, is in like, he's in a law and order or something. Or he's in NCIS. He's he's the He's cook. been on NCIS for like 20 years. Yeah, the, the, the cook Weird. who put the order up. And he notices what Mrs. Doubtfire is doing, and he's like, "Oh, he he ordered it no spice." He's like, and and Robin Williams does like one of those like Cajun like accents, like the Bayou accents, <laughs> to be like, "Oh, you know, I can't do it." But he's talking about like, uh, if it's there's no spice, then what's the point? And so he puts it on. And the guy's like, "Okay." Well, because yeah, yeah, you don't order jambalaya. Order bland jambalaya. Was that jambalaya though? Just looked like shrimp on his plate. Like it didn't look like jambalaya. It was a deconstructed jambalaya or something. Like every portion was just like. Yeah, it was. It was weird. was ordering, and like, and he didn't even have an allergic reaction. He just choked on the shrimp. Yeah, that's right. Like he doesn't have the or like that normal reaction. Did you see that? Because Mrs. Doubtfire like. Dust. She put a lot bop, of pepper. Bop, bop, bop. She puts a lot on a there, lot. Yeah. I, I and there's none. When you see his plate, right. it looks clean. He Those look at that yeah. before he put it in his mouth. Yeah. I love the whole we're gonna tuck it right here and pat it like a baby. Like nobody's <laughs> gonna see that. Right? Like, like so there's also a deleted scene. You know, when sh- when Daniel goes into the bathroom to change in the women's bathroom, he puts he tucks the bags next to the toilet there's a deleted scene where a woman actually finds them and takes them to the maitre d and oh, no. so daniel has to go up to him and ask about it and the, the maitre d pulls out the bodysuit is like is this yours and he's like oh yeah and he was like it's for somebody else right right right. <laughs> you have that whole interaction that. and 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 nat sees him is like oh daddy's here and miranda turns oh. around and he like ducks behind the the station and it's like oh you must be seeing things I was like, I, I'm glad they cut that. I didn't like that scene. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, it's, it's chaotic say, enough. Yeah, there's plenty of craziness happening. So much chaos. So, of course, <laughs> the third time Daniel goes back to Mr. Lundy, he's in the full Mrs. Doubtfire look. Right. And, messed up. and I thought he was going to go with this was the friend he found her. Oh, that would be <laughs> I thought he was going to go with like, <laughs> whoa, like, my so... friend, the waitress said and you're right. got a looking for weird. a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you're down to party, dear. Yeah, exactly. I heard you got the stretch outside. <laughs> the Downstairs, it smells like. <laughs> I made her Irish. <laughs> down there, it smells like <laughs> Earl Grey tea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess it could be it could be a lot worse than smells I like mean, Earl Grey tea when like, you're <laughs> seventy or whatever. That could oh, be a nice smell. If smells like mothballs right? and Earl Grey tea. <laughs> oh mothballs! Oh mothballs! Oh. Cobwebs. Cobwebs! Oh lord! So, 
yeah so the, so daniel's like oh this is your new host of your new show and he's like all on yes. board but he's also like half in the bag so he's just like sure okay all whatever right. and that's when Stu gets his meal the first shrimp he puts in his mouth he starts choking <laughs> on it they you know this is whole thing and this is when daniel like comes in like uh and like you stated <laughs> and like you said in the beginning of the episode he perfectly vaults that fucking counter which he literally oh. hit about 10 minutes before he literally runs into it yeah <laughs> and so uh good. does the heimlich so very terrible definitely doesn't know how to actually do the heimlich like, like he, he stated sure earlier. broke several ribs oh absolutely yeah, he had like, to have broken a lot of stupid yeah. ribs falling all over the yeah. floor well he was yeah. drunk i mean he, he wasn't doing you it properly. and not one waiter yeah i know uh, all of them are the just standing there like what do we do what do we do what do we do could you imagine falling that wall though yes after you've been drinking I can barely walk in that outfit, right? Yeah, heels. I mean, literally. So impressive. Stu gets saved, but it knocks off Mrs. Doubtfire's mask. So Daniel has been discovered by by everybody else. Uh, Miranda reacts exactly as I would expect anyone to react in this situation. Like, (laughs) I love it. It's like all different, all different emotions. Where it's just like. She the has whole time. Call the, whole time? the whole time. The whole time. That's how we refer to she Sally Field when she Sybil has those moment. as a Sybil yes. moment. Did you ever watch Sybil? No. Yes. Don't. Well, no, dude. <laughs> it's a TV miniseries. You will from be horrified. No, not because it's bad. Because no, you great. will be horrified it's, at the story. It's frightening. It's frightening. But Sally Field, young Sally Field, plays Sybil. She has 13 personalities. Multiple personalities. And, and she all, does this uh-huh. throughout the movie. So every she time in. Switches throughout all of in these. In this, in. Oh my God! The one who uh, we were talking about, uh, the southern Steel lady, one Steel Magnolia. She always has one of those moments where you right. watch her go through the Sybil personalities of like <laughs> where she has a <laughs> attack. She has a yeah. moment. I, I love it. Conversation with herself. Yeah, I mean, if you could find Sybil, you should watch it. It's it's perfect how she reacts. I just love the deep the whole time. Yes, the whole time. Like oh fuck, we gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go and out of this restaurant right now. Yeah, they they all leave, and you get the whole thing where Daniel and Stu kind of shake on everything. And I never realized that he actually admits to peppering his food. He's like, sorry oh, for the pe-. he yeah. says he says sorry for the pepper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because he was like, oh my god, but I killed once the again, bastard. he did not have an allergic reaction. No, he chokes on the fucking shrimp. like they didn't need to even say for one he who allergic. eats a shrimp you know pole. Okay. Right. And like, what's wrong with you? No. What are you First a snake? Of all, he did it wrong. So Second I guess he didn't all, chew because of the pepper. Fucking allergic. I bet you he just doesn't like it spicy. So he tells people that he's allergic to make but sure. It's like you're a British shit. dude. They love like curry and Indian spices. They like spicy shit. But they shit. also like bullshit. Do spicy. Yeah. You don't go to Britain like oh their food's so good. Like no, it's. I, I've heard it's not. Well, that that's great, not their food. That's yeah, another co-opted food. food. It's food that they've empired themselves into getting yeah he's like i can't do this fussy (laughs) (laughs) so there's actually there's a deleted scene that actually shows daniel going back to miranda's house without Mm -hmm. the mask and and mrs deagle runs into into him uh because of course her flowers are dead after the whole fucking Mm -hmm. spray it with dog piss scenes there's like four of Terrible. them. Literally, watch the deleted scenes if you can, if you can find them. If you have the Blu-ray, it's on the Blu-ray. But if you, if just Google them, uh, the whole Mrs. Deagle scenes uh, where he's pre- periodically just telling her how to get, make her flowers better, but slowly she's killing them. 
<laughs> but yeah, she discovers that it's Daniel and she gives like, oh, you're a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, he's like, I don't fucking care. Shut the fuck up and go away. Right. And then they have the whole conversation. Uh, they argue in like the at the front door and the kids hear it and the whole thing where it's like Daniel's like, oh, the kids love me. And Miranda's like, no, the, and the kids love me, too. And then they're on the stairs and Lydia's just like, I hate you both. And then runs off. And then they all kind of follow suit. <coughs> I'm happy that That's they didn't harsh. put that in there. Uh, so Daniel, he gets royally fucked in court. He gets pretty much like the visitation. You have to have like a court, somebody from the courts coming and, you know, be there with him. And I get it with what he did. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an extreme. I mean, it's like, insane. I don't even know how you would deal with something like that. Yeah. Like how, know. like in family court, like I'm surprised they didn't bring it up more. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't more of a thing. Like, bro, you like pretended to be someone else. A and, whole like, nother person. Yeah. And lied And like weaseled your way in there. And like, I don't know. It's icky. So, but then, but Daniel does get the show, the Mrs. Doubtfire show. I don't know what the right, hell right, the name right. of the show was. I'm yeah, guessing it was just called say, the Mrs. Doubtfire show. I, I um, guess it's Euphigenia's house. Oh, yep. Effie's house. He or says something. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know. I love it. It's so cute and it's charming because they see it. They hear it when they're in mm -hmm. the house. How mm -hmm. they talking about how they miss her, and then they hear her from the other room and she's on TV. Yeah, and that's when Miranda's kind of like, okay, maybe I should uh, figure something else out. Goes and visits well, him, talks. Yeah, sees him like completely destroyed in court. Like he's yeah. like, I'm addicted to my children. I can't be. She away really should have said something. She really. She the judge calls him out. He's like, oh, I just think you're being a good actor. It's like, fuck you, man. No. Right, like, like I would should have been like, said actually, no. like, what is he benefiting? He's actor. not benefiting <laughs> financially from seeing right. this. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's gonna get money yeah. from her. No, it's no. gonna be a joint like, thing where they're gonna. He just wants to see his fucking kids. Yeah. You suck. Although, I mean, I guess also because she realized that she's been having all these heart to hearts with yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire that she's grown to that. love and look yeah. at yeah, like yeah. a mother figure, only to find out it's your ex husband. Well, and that's when dress. she says she was mad. Like, why she let the right. judge do that is because she was mad, and that's what the judge decided. And I mean, and she sometimes wasn't it takes him. a minute. She was she was in her own way about it, but like she but that destroyed him having mm -hmm. his kids yeah. taken away from him. Oh, like, yeah, gosh, yes. absolutely. Her whole face during this whole time, like her jaw drops when I know she's the like, judge oh, says, "Fucked up." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, say something, please, yeah. say yeah. something. Yeah. Like you know, you want to fuck her lawyer too. Face. You ever see her lawyer's face every time? Like, like yeah, like fuck you, bitch. Man. Well, like that's it's just her record. She yeah, really her shit about right. She's like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like neither does his lawyer. None of these lawyers. He didn't have a lawyer though. At the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anybody that represents yeah. themselves has a full fuck client. Yeah. So they work a thing out though, where he gets to see the kids again, and that's how the movie right. ends. And uh, so, yeah. fun fact: uh, they uh, there was a writer who wrote this exact ending. Got fired because the studio didn't like it. They wanted uh, Miranda and Daniel to get back together, and oh. they it didn't screen well. So they came up with this. <laughs> they had to rehire the writer because they felt bad, and they ended up doing the, <laughs> the whole ending with them not getting back together, which I think is a perfect ending. I I don't yeah, I no, don't yeah. like the fact I, I, I hate that. I always hate when you have something like this. Like there was no factor throughout this entire movie that would say, "Hey, I think they should get back together." There was nothing. There was no, nothing no. between those two characters that would have been like these yeah. need to, these two need to get back together. No, this is yeah. the way it needed to end, and I'm happy that it uh, it all worked out. 
they Agreed. needed to get together for the kids and co-parent for these kids. Right, but, but they, they did not be need a couple. To, no, not yeah. Relationship. There's they a need difference to have a relationship between relationship for their family, but not for. And I'm glad they didn't take it a step yes. further and have it end like at her wedding to Stuart or something. <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I mean? I like know. where they're all like, a big happy. Wants... <laughs> He's uh, the best man. Yeah, the... right. Oh, no, you know no. what I mean? Like, yeah, make yeah. It... Okay, you took it too far now. That's too far. That's that's funny. Far. Yeah, there's a big difference between being co-parenting and having a relationship loving relationship like marriage right. there's a big that's a big difference yeah mm -hmm. like he's still the father of her kids she's still the mother yeah. of her kids like they, and they can be they're friends. always gonna have to deal with yeah. each other so eventually given enough time they can maybe laugh at it over christmas i don't mm -hmm. know my dad still hates my mom to this day <laughs> It's been 26 years. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. This is this is a nice little happy family movie. So I mean, yeah, they had to no, wrap it up and yeah. make it nice somehow. Oh, they just fucking hate each other. Fuck this. Yeah, I know. Like, and they went on hating each other yeah. forever. The end. Okay. Well, that is the end of that. We're gonna hop over to Twitter and Instagram and uh, read off some of the comments that people left. Uh, our first comment is from our good friend. Uh, Darren Lumberg over at Nostalgia Cast, who just, well, as you guys are listening to this, the, his episode came out about three weeks ago, uh, but he just released an episode on Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, he said, between this Crimson Tide and the Rocketeer, it seems a lot of like-minded podcasting friends are tackling the same topics, and it's less a problem than a plethora of diverse, wide-ranging takes, and he just says that he can't wait to hear our episode. And then everybody else's comments were just quotes from the movie. Uh, Cinema Trip Reviews <laughs> just said uh, it uh, has to be one of his favorite Robin Williams films and a great cast. Let's hop over to Instagram real quick. Uh, we had uh, Billy, uh, Billy Joseph Jr., who is a, pa a patron of the show, who said, what a pairing. Can't wait. Huh? Billy and, Joseph Jr. He's yeah. just messaging me yeah, right I know. now. We know Billy. I just got a message from we Billy Joseph Jr. Don't worry, I'm about to like, don't on, worry, I'm gonna message on. I'm gonna message in your Discord and say sorry for keeping the ladies so long. <laughs> uh Team TNA podcast said, yo, this is our favorite movie. Love it. And uh our good friend uh, Sean O'Rourke from Movie Dumpster said, watch out for any drive-by fruitings. <laughs> and then our friend Tammy from the Quad Pro Quo podcast said, Hello! See, it's just close. <laughs> well, you gotta say and you gotta thank you for everybody who you left comments on like, the show. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I, Nicole, Tessa, thank you so much for being here. You guys Thanks are, you us. guys are amazing. We're, I, I love your show and I'm very excited that you guys said yes to being on mine. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I hope you guys will come back. I hope you guys had a good time, even though, you, you know, sorry, sorry, everybody. We left with two hours. I know this is, this is not their <laughs> yeah. normal length of podcast. This is a extreme for them. So thank you for sitting with us oh, for over two yeah. hours to talk about Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, thanks for having us. This no is a good Absolutely. Problem. We had fun. Yeah. We still haven't hit our three hour mark. No, fuck that. I, <laughs> we I, haven't I, either. Oh, no. <laughs> At least we like this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Three hours of Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, fuck. Wow. Oh, it was a great time, no, though. It was a great you. time. It was a great time to talk about a garbage movie with yes, somebody who's yikes. fun. Uh, next week, though, for episode 107, we are going to have another guest. We're going to have the official Joey C uh, on to talk about Ernest Scared Stupid. So, very excited to talk about the movie. I hadn't seen that. I haven't seen that movie in probably since I was a kid. Same. A movie that came out the year I was born. So, uh, again, oh, wow. make you guys feel older. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. I have clear memories. You're of that welcome. One. Thank you. 
Oh, uh, I'm gonna go same. die now. Nicole, yeah. Tessa, where can uh, everybody find you guys? Um, you can listen to us on just about anywhere you yeah. can find podcasts. Um, if social media, Doom Generation Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Doom Gen Pod. Um, but the best, all Instagram's the best place. <laughs> That's the best place. It has the tree. You got to get to the link tree. The link tree will get you all the places. Just talking and about all the links. It's killing her now. Movie edits. I know. And yeah. she almost died. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> you made her feel so old. She's about to die. She's going down. You got you guys yeah, over there no, cursing no. all these all these actors into dying. Like you guys talk. Oh, we're hoping so oh hard. Oh my god! That, that so Tim Annie Curry came makes out today. Yes, yes. I am and in the middle of like, listening to that episode. Most of those people have passed on, and we've got some like you got Tim Curry still. He's still kicking it. Elderly and Carol Burnett just people. 90. So yep. if something happens to anybody from this cast, we'll know it was us. I know. Yeah. We're so sorry. We tried to put a spell we of protection on you, but I don't know that way because we don't know. I mean, like we. We don't know how we do it. We don't know how we do it at all. It they just keep happens. dying. They Sorry. just keep dying on us. I don't know. Don't say that because we thought Betty White was going to live forever. And, you know. We didn't do any no, Betty White we didn't movies. Do any that Betty one White wasn't movie. our We did a movie no, after she no, died. We did Lake no. Placid yeah, after that's she died. Lie. We did after. That's yeah. I don't remember what we did, but it was something because it was like we had gotten together and I had brought my uh, Lake Placid pin from when I worked at the movie. Yes. We didn't do Lake Placid. No, it wasn't. But it was like, oh, I'm bringing this in anticipation of Betty White's 100th birthday. And I don't remember what we were talking I don't about. Think we ever talked about anything with Betty White. Oh, I, don't know. Yeah. I think it was just me and you. And That's then, like, in the next couple of days, you messaged me in the morning, like, did Betty White seriously die? Yeah. And I was like, shut up. Yeah, we covered Lake Placid right like, after hilarious. she died. That was our Betty White tribute <laughs> episode was yep. Lake Placid. That's a good mm. one. That's a good one. That one came out. I was working at the movie theater. I have a pin. That was my I love that movie so much. Merch. Go listen to our Lake Placid episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, All please. of the links to Doom Generation podcast will be down in the description. Seriously. He broke. I broke. I, I broke. broke. Everybody broke. <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, huh? I mean, they're frozen, but I can still hear them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Yes. Again, I'll just repeat myself. All of Doom Generation's links will be down in the description. Seriously, you need to go listen to them. They are hilarious. Uh, they pretty much do what we do, but better and shorter. <laughs> and they're hilarious. We're funny sometimes. Well, thank you. It's mostly we'll Dan and Angela. I'm just kidding. It ain't me. I'm just, I'm the face. He's the Yes, butt. there you go. You bring the loot. I got the nose. Oh, you guys God. <laughs> yeah. You can find us at Dissect That Film on all the social medias, on all the podcast services on YouTube. We do video form. Uh, so you can actually, if, you, if you've if you been lifelong listeners of Doom Generation, you actually see their faces in this episode. So you'll be able to hop over to our YouTube channel and see their faces and be like, oh, that's what they look like. Oh, we only put our faces on every. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You are literally, your logo is well, literally your face. Well, I don't know. Maybe face. if you see it like this, you'll be able to differentiate between whose voice. Yeah, is nobody what knows which. Nobody... I yeah, have to. Don't. I have to say that I love your guys' thumbnails. Yeah, they're so, oh, thank they're you. so thank good. You. I love so it. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I we should try something similar. Love. I was like, I don't want to steal anybody's work. That sucks. <laughs> Everybody's got to do the cool things like it. Yeah. yeah. No one else can do those things. 
they're always there. They're so like the I love the pump up the volume. You're just blurred out in the background. Yeah, we're always there. Sometimes love we're it. just we're laying like, out so, of yeah, the door like this. Yes. Can, can I just state, can people stop mixing up Samantha Morton and Samantha Mathis? I've listened to so many podcasts where they talk about Super Mario Brothers. Because Samantha Mathis is in that, who's also pump up right, the volume. Yeah. And they keep saying who's Samantha that? Morton. Morton. I, I guess another actress who doesn't Morton look anything now. like Samantha Mathis. But Samantha yeah, Mathis and Christian Slater also did Broken Arrow in 1996. And yes, and they did voice work. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah, all of our links will be down in the description as always. But until next time, everybody, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. And that is Nicole and Tessa of the Doom Generation podcast. We are the Dissect That Film podcast episode. We are the Dissect. No, this has been the Dissect That Film podcast episode <laughs> 106. We'll see y'all again next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.